This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world. My countrymen and my friends, I had hoped against hope that some miracle would prevent a devastating war and bring to an end the invasion. This most serious threat World Wrestling Federation has ever known. The long-term future sports entertainment could change forever. A succession of actual wars have shaken the entire world and have threatened to bring on the gigantic conflict, which is today unhappily a fact. Welcome back to another episode of Nation Invasion. I'm your host, James Gruenberg, or captain, as I like to say, of this uh, invasion voyage on the Place to Be Network. And I'm always, uh, I always have a first mate with me, and I'm really excited to have this one here with me as well. He's a really good friend of mine, and uh, he has his own podcast called Greetings from Allentown, which he's a co-host with with uh, Peter Winston. That is Greetings from Allentown, and that is the one and only Mr. Keith Langston. Keith, how are you doing tonight? You absolutely just peg- pinged me with referencing captain and first mate and i feel like i went all tugboat on you what's going on gritty how are you oh i'm doing well i am uh getting ready to uh watch what um we have uh what we have in store for tonight you know i made it to my first pay-per-view on this uh yeah uh, piloting this voyage you know with my other guests and uh we made it to a uh a, a turning point, as I like to say, you know, we're not really there yet with this whole invasion, but this pay-per-view here is going to bring in a big star from uh, from WCW tonight as well. Mm-hmm. And the event I am talking about is King of the Ring 2001 It is an absolute very uh, one of my favorite uh, events to watch, you know, with uh, the street fight and everything and who becomes King of the Ring and which one of the WCW invaders makes his uh, WWE debut, you know? Mm-hmm. And, you know, this pay-per-view, it, it, it also has consequences to some of the uh, superstars here tonight as well as uh, this pay-per-view has a lot of um, so-called injuries that will affect, you know, <laughs> the next night on Raw. And uh, it might affect a couple of weeks, you know, but yeah. – um, yeah, so it, this pay-per-view uh, is good, but it's not without consequence here as well. So, Keith, as I always do, I always ask everybody, um, 
what were your thought, initial thoughts on the WCW invasion? You know, I didn't think it was that bad. Um, I did, I did like it. Um, I it, the only the biggest problem I had with the invasion angle was that, you know, obviously none of the big, 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 big stars came because they were on those ridiculous contracts that Time Warner was giving them. So you kind of had. You know, I mean, in retrospect, you had two huge stars with DDP and Booker T, but then you had Buff Bagwell, you know, uh, who else? Like, I mean, it wasn't like Mike Awesome, I think, came over and originally with the with WCW and then he he joined the ECW alliance. So it wasn't like, you know, you didn't have Flair, you didn't have the NWO, you didn't have Sting, you didn't have Luger. And it was just, it was kind of like you didn't have Goldberg. So, I mean, it was tough for them to have what they were going for because I felt like by 2001, anybody that was anybody had already left WCW to come to WWE or WWF still at this time. So, you know, when you ended up having what was left over, it was kind of sad. I mean, it was, it was, it was sad who they ended up. That's, I feel like why they had to kind of, bring in the ECW aspect and the ECW element. And then you ended up being able to have the Dudleys join them and, and you had Rob Van Dam and you could kind of go back with like some of the ECW originals, but I didn't hate the invasion. I still think the invasion pay-per-view was great. It's just, it was one of these weird things where you knew WWF was going to win in the end because Vince is never going to kill his own company. You know, so you knew it was kind of like you, the writing was on the wall, you know, so it wasn't but it wasn't bad. I mean, when they weren't doing invasion stuff, 2001's great. So and this is kind of like the turning point, like you said, I feel like while everybody usually says that 17 WrestleMania 17 is the end of the Attitude Era, I kind of feel like maybe this is the end of the Attitude Era because this is really the last pay-per-view before it's all invasion, you know? And then, because I think Invasion's the next one, right? I think Invasion's the next one in July, so... Oh, uh, yes, it is, yep. Yeah, so, I mean, this is kind of the end of... This is the end of the era, if you ask me. Uh-huh, yep. And uh, were you watching uh, the Raws and Smackdowns leading up to this pay-per-view at the time, like, when you were uh, back in 2001? Uh, yeah, you know? I mean, sh- sure. I mean, I was... Uh, it's funny, off-air, we had talked about our difference in age, but I mean, I was, I was in college still, um, during most of the, I mean, during all the attitude era and, or at least most of the attitude era. So, and I had my own, you know, Comcast account and I could order my own pay-per-views and things like that. So I was a, you know, and I had a, I had a few friends of mine that were into wrestling and we would watch wrestling and whatnot. So, I mean, we always watch the pay-per-views and stuff, but I do remember watching, uh, the weekly televisions, I mean, still trying to watch even up until WCW ended, like trying to watch Nitro and Raw on the same night. And um, I used to love Nitro. They used to replay it afterwards. So it was like you could watch all of Raw and then you could go and watch Nitro again. <laughs> so it was kind of cool. But um, and then definitely getting the pay-per-views. I mean, I got every pay-per-view in probably 2000, 2001. I got every pay-per-view during the Attitude Era. I watched everything. So, you know, it was it was it was a good time for me. Yep, uh, it was a good time for everybody, uh, you know, and this is like the, uh, like we said, you know, the stepping point up, step up point for uh, the invasion here tonight. Well, well, Keith, um, shall we begin? And, I think uh, so. Okay, and in 
I'm going to give us a three, two, one, and we will hit play. So in three, two, one, play. Uh, the good old WWF Attitude logo. Oh, yeah. Signature. Mm-hmm. <laughs> WWF Attitude. I, re- I I still have a mouse pad that has the WWF logo, the scratch logo on it. <laughs> that, nice. takes, that takes like, it's like 20-something years old. <laughs> <laughs> Here we have a like a chair with rattlesnakes, you know, and like mm-hmm. this would be like the end of stone cold you know yep. everything but um you know we also have like the four competitors like uh kurt angle his uh chance to uh, become a two-time king of the ring mm-hmm. and we have stalker who revealed himself on raw last week well when i did it with shiflet it was diamond dallas page mm. now Stop. Jericho is who's currently the tag champs. Is it Jericho and Benoit, or is it Jericho and somebody else? No, it is the Dudley Boys. They lost Jericho oh. and Benoit lost right before this pay per view three days oh. earlier on SmackDown. Gosh, you know, you could like I feel like this really goes with it because there's a lot of snakes in the grass, you know, and mm-hmm. like everybody is just like hungry, you know, to attack, ready to go. Who's going to uh, end up on this uh, throne here tonight? Who is going to survive the King of the Ring? And who's going to survive this pay-per-view? I I always liked, you know, speaking of the invasion, I always liked that Chris Jericho had stayed true to the WWF during the invasion. And a lot of that, I feel, is because Jericho probably even said in a meeting, I don't want to fuck around with WCW. Like, it was a nightmare when I was there. Don't even put me in the same room with WCW letters. <laughs> like, keep me yeah, away I, from them. Yeah, I can see, like, you know, his character was like, I don't want to even think about, like, joining the Alliance, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, the mm-hmm. first thing Chris Ivory was like, no, I don't want to be in there anyway. Yeah. <laughs> even though, like, Jericho was kind of a... He was still kind of a heel, you know. He was never like a true babyface. I feel like, um, you know, he was he was a babyface by default. But if you remember, he had the big beef with The Rock over like the World Heavyweight Title. So, oh yeah, yeah. Alive at the uh, Continental Airlines Arena here tonight, mm. formerly uh, known you... as the Burns Rutherford Arena. Yeah, did you ever go to WWF New York? I actually went to WWF New York the night of No Mercy 2001 in February. Oh, yeah, in October, you mean, or No Way Out 2001. I'm sorry, yeah, No Way Out 01 was... uh, Yeah, that was that awesome where Angle loses to The Rock uh, for the world title. That was, and that's like, isn't that the three stages of hell match between Austin and Triple H, I think? Yes, it is. So yeah. here, we have, um, here we have Diamond Dallas Page making his way through the ring, shoving fans like, yeah, the way I appreciate it, but like, move. I got a job to do. Get out the way, kids. Get out of the way, kids. Oh, yeah. So Diamond Dallas Page wants to be famous here. Um, and then so the Continental Airlines Arena became the IZOD Center. They were going to do SummerSlam in 2000 and i believe it was 14 they were going to, no 2015 they were going to do it there but then the izod center actually shut down so they moved to the barclays center for three years 
Oh, wow. Well, that actually sounds like an upgrade. <laughs> yep. But there was a long time where, you know, if you remember from like 89 to 97, um, WWF wasn't in New Jersey because there was like a tax restriction and and it was uh, Christy Todd Whitman in 1997 who like lifted the tax. I think it was it was a sports tax and they were still declaring wrestling as like a sport. And Vince was trying to say that they were entertainment. And then finally, Christy Todd Whitman was the one that um, I think reversed that tax so that the WWF could come back. And at SummerSlam 97, The Undertaker presented her with like a world title. It was really funny. Yeah, I, well, I watched uh, SummerSlam 97 recently and uh, I see that all the time. But that was a real thing. It's like, yeah, we haven't been in New Jersey in a long time because of this uh, tax here. And it's crazy because like, SummerSlam 89 was like a great SummerSlam. And that was in that was at the Burns the Burns East Burns Rutherford no the East no but Burns Arena in East Rutherford, New Jersey. <laughs> Diamond Dallas stage, Diamond Dallas Peeper. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's just so weird. Like what did you think of the uh stalker gimmick for Diamond Dallas Page? I mean it, it's it was dumb. I mean, it was dumb because it didn't make any sense. Like he had never done anything like, I don't even think in maybe a little bit with like when Kimberly was like the diamond doll and they were doing, th- but like diamond Dallas page was never like really like a lecherous kind of guy. And he was a huge fan favorite in WCW at the end. I mean, Jesus, at one point diamond Dallas page was like the only person that wasn't in the friggin' NWO. It was amazing. And so for him to like break in and have this this kind of goofy feud with the Undertaker, which is weird because you knew the Undertaker was just gonna beat the piss out of him, you know? Like it would have been better if he had come in and had a different feud with somebody that was like just a little bit maybe even further down the card or, or I don't know, and then just had some you know, had it a little bit differently. But I didn't I, I was sad because I love DDP, you know? And I didn't want Diamond Dallas Page to just be the dude that basically took the hit. You know, he was the first one through the wall and took the hit. Yeah, well, um, uh, Scott Shifley made a really good point when we were covering the Raw and SmackDown leading up to this. That Mm -hmm. in order to be famous and to, you know, try and be a top guy, you go after the big dog. So, and that's you true. make it personal. So that's why DDP went out, went after Undertaker, because he was like, I want to make myself famous. How do you do that? You go have the biggest, baddest dog in the yard, and that's Undertaker. And you make it personal, you know? Yeah. And so um, the thing was, though, on the SmackDown before this, that Undertaker just goes, Nobody knows that you're famous because you suck. And it's like, well, that sort of takes the wind out of it because people do know who uh, yeah. Dallas Page is. So, like, you already made him look like a – made him look look out to be a fool, you know? Well, they did – They that was a big – that was a big thorn in a lot of the WCW guys' sides, I think, was that um, – and I remember Sting, Sting was being interviewed and they asked why he didn't come over right away. And he said, you know, well, I was on a contract and my contract hadn't run out yet. And and then he said, but I was watching Raw one night and, you know, Booker T comes in and he's cleaning house and The Rock is there. 
And this was like right before Booker T like turned and he looks at Booker T and he goes, who in the blue hell are you? And Sting was like, and right there I decided I wasn't going to sign with them because they didn't, they disrespected the world champion of the former company. And, and that's where I think it's the same thing. They did that all the time. Like they just, they be, I mean, look at the Alliance, half of the Alliance was guys that were already still in the company in the WWF or WWF guys. I mean, go look at Survivor Series. Shane, uh, Angle, Austin, those, three of those guys on the friggin' W on the Team Alliance team were WWE guys. You know, so it's just they didn't give the respect to the WCW guys. And you know what? Diamond Dallas Page, Booker T, those two, those two dudes were carrying WCW at the end, you know? And I feel like if they had just given them the proper respect, like, honestly, like Booker T should have come in, not Booker T diamond Ellis page should have come in and he should have gone after Austin. And like, because, and that would have been good. Cause you had Booker T going against the rock and you have diamond Ellis page going against Austin. And that's, that's both. That's two huge main event guys going against the two top dogs. Yeah, I guess you're right. He goes after The Undertaker because The Undertaker is a a big name, and I'm not taking anything away from The Undertaker, but you could have put somebody else that The Undertaker could have just beat up, you know? Yeah, like even like Canyon or Hugh Morris, you know? Yeah. Some, some like mid-carter like that, you know? And I even think that Canyon, I don't know if like Canyon was working like a lot during the end of WCW, but Canyon in 2000 had a good... um had a good uh, run, uh, you know, trying to make a name for himself, too. So, yeah, who better than Canyon? Yeah, put a, put in Diamond Dallas Page, Booker T, and Canyon as, like, you know, trying to make something out of themselves from uh, the WCW side. It's mm-hmm. just not working. You know, Mike Awesome is really known for his um, ECW side, you know, and everybody. Yeah, I'm trying to think who else was, like, who else um, came over right away? Oh. Lance Storm, Hugh Morris. Yeah, Chase. Lance. Yeah, Lance Storm. He, so, like, Lance Storm would have been, and see, like, a guy like Lance Storm. Like, why they didn't just continue with like the the WCW, some of the WCW things, like Lance Storm with the uh, like the Canadian. Um, I don't know what was his group called. It was just like the Team Canada. It was just Team Canada. Yeah, Team Canada. And then you have, you know, you had who better than Canyon or. Um, what was the thing that him and Diamond Dallas Page were in that was like with Bam Bam? It was the, the Jersey City Triad. Yeah. And you know? he also had the natural born uh the natural born thrillers, you know. Yeah. Not- oh yeah, that's right, because they had Stasiak and Jindrak, right? Yeah, all of them made it. They had Palumbo, O'Hare, Stasiak, and Jindrak. Jindrak got hurt and he suffered an MCL. He's on a raw with the WCW guys, and then he gets hurt during like training. And then oh. they did not bring they did not bring over Mike Sanders, which I think was sort of a shame because he could have been like the WCW commissioner since that was his role in 2001. Right. So we have here um, Kurt Angle versus Christian here um, in the semifinals. Uh, good matchup here. Uh, you know, it's the four friends going up against each other. Here. Yeah. Team Wreck. <laughs> yep. Team Wreck. Rhino Edge, Christian Kurt, belly to belly. 
So just so um just so let's go over a briefing of the uh, King of the Ring. It didn't mm-hmm. they never really always said that being King of the Ring and it was never like announced until 2002 in my opinion that if you win King of the Ring you go to SummerSlam automatically. That does not happen no. although it surprisingly a lot of the King of the Ring winners go on to face the WWE champion at um, at SummerSlam. So let's go over it. 1993, Bret Hart does not go to SummerSlam to fight Yokozuna. That goes to Lex Luger. Yep. 94, Owen fights Bret in the cage. Yep. 95, Mabel surprisingly goes to fight Diesel. 96 yep. is Stone Cold. He's nowhere near the WWF title in 96. Like they were not ready for him. He's just like, fresh meat to like try but i mean yeah the 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 promo did get him to where he was but he was not in the league of wwf championships yet no not yet 97 is hunter hearst helmsley Mm -hmm. he is a mid carter with the european title at this point so he is still in the he's like it's like he's almost in the doghouse like he's out of the doghouse for the click angle but like he's still like in the mid card section here, yeah. But it would rise, it would rise him up, you know. He did well for himself. Ninety eight is um, Sam Rock. He's nowhere, not even close. He's nowhere near WWF titles. He doesn't even get. I don't even think he does get one WWF title shot against Austin because he's Boston's feuding with like Undertaker throughout the whole uh, throughout the whole year, you know. And then it's like that yeah. deadly game tour. And then by the time 99 comes, it's all Stone Cold, Mick Foley, and everybody else. Mm-hmm. 2000. Oh, no, wait, nope. 1999 is Billy Gunn. Nobody wanted to work with Billy Gunn. No, so Billy Gunn <laughs> jobs to The Rock like at the next pay per view. <laughs> no title shot in a kiss my ass match, too. No, <laughs> no yeah. title shot for Billy Gunn. 2000. Kurt Angle gets, um, gets the King of the Ring 2000. But. He is in a triple threat match with The Rock and Triple H for the WWF title. He's unsuccessful, but in October he does become the WWF champion. Mm-hmm. So, but I feel like I feel like 2000. It's more or less because he's involved in that weird love triangle with Triple H and Stephanie. That's why he's in the match with The Rock in Triple H at SummerSlam. It's not. It has nothing to do with him being. A king of the ring. It has to do with him being involved in like an ongoing storyline with Stephanie and Triple H. And then, I mean, this, and then at SummerSlam in 2001, it's actually, it is Kurt Angle, but he doesn't win the, you know, he doesn't win anything. (laughs) Yeah. So then in 2002, they make the announcement that the winner of the king of the ring automatically gets a title shot. Yes. And the final King of the Ring when it was on pay-per-view is Brock Lesnar because he's the next best thing, the next Mm -hmm. big thing. Yep. Mm -hmm. So here we do have Kurt Angle versus Christian, but also we have Rhino versus Edge. Like we said before, the four of them are uh, fighting each other tonight. Now, Keith, do you think because we – we know who's going to win, obviously, but do you think they could have gone with the um, Edge versus Christian uh, finals here? Or is it because they needed 
Kurt Angle to be pissed off at Shane that they did not go that route. Um, I I mean, I think that it would have been. I don't think they wanted to break up Christian and Edge just yet. Like they wanted to have the long. They wanted to play the long game of having like Christian eventually turn on Edge, which I, geez, I don't think happens for another like two years. So it's. But I mean, when you look at the. So if you look at the the matchups, right? You had Kurt Angle versus Hardcore Holly. It made sense that Kurt Angle wins. You had Jeff and Matt Hardy, which Jeff wins that, which that's that's good. You have Christian and Kane, which it makes sense Christian wins. Big Show versus Raven. I guess it makes sense that Big Show wins that. Edge versus Test. It makes sense Edge is going to win. Kurt Angle missed the uh, moonsault right there like he always does. He always does, yeah. Perry Saturn versus Steve Blackman, which makes sense that... Harry Saturn wins that, which is kind of weird. Um, Crash Holly and Tajiri, which is Tajiri wins, which is great. And then Rhino beats Taz. So, and then it, it's not bad. I mean, if you look at what could have been differently, I think if, I mean, if like Jeff Hardy had beaten Kurt Angle, especially considering that they were going to go on the road of having Angle fight on this pay-per-view anyway, because he's fighting, you know, he fights Shane. I think you could have had Kurt Angle. I think they wanted to have that team wreck where they wanted Christian, Kurt, Edge, and Rhino to all fight each other. It just, it didn't really pay off anything, you know? I feel like it was just, it didn't really pay off. So, I don't know. I think you could have had Kurt Angle lose to Jeff Hardy, and then you could have had Jeff Hardy versus Edge. And that would have been, that would have been great because that would have been like, you know, the, uh, like the boyhood dream or something. But yeah, like this is weird. Like Shane pulling Christian. Like why? Like I, think why would... I don't know, because I think he wants to just tire out Kurt Angle more here. That's what everyone was saying that he's like, you know, instead of screwing him, I'm just going to tire him out. Cause even if Angle loses here, he's not going to be tired. So I think Kurt, like, I think Shane really just wants to be, Make Kurt Angle tired. Angle slammed from the outside right there. And that's it. One, two, it's like three. the dumb it's the dumbest thing. Like ugh, once again, Shane McMahon just proving that he's just so pointless of a person. <laughs> I would give this uh two stars. All right, oh, we're doing star rankings here. Um, okay. If you want to, I would give it like two. I mean, two out of two, like two out of five or two out of four? Two out of five. Two out of five. Ooh, okay. Um yeah, I can't. I mean, tournament matches, I never really give that high, only because, um, you know, they, they're they're preserving themselves because they know they got to do double duty or triple duty in this case. Kurt Angle's doing triple duty tonight. You know? <laughs> yeah, so uh, Angle moves on to the uh, finals here. We have Rhino versus Edge uh, mm-hmm. in this matchup here. I like how um, Christian pulled on, tug on to the referee. Uh, to counter the ankle log, a smart move by Christian. A little, sure, but it was good. And now here you have Shane Man. He pulls Christian out, you know, and then angle slam. Uh, remember when finishers actually finished matches? <sighs> yep. Oh man, there you see Shane Man just smiling. Shane McMahon looked like uh, JT there for a minute. <laughs> like yep. picture picture JT with no. Uh, with no facial hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so also, um, what Jim, Jim Ross and uh, 
Paul Heyman were uh, alluding to that if Benoit or Jericho become WF champion here tonight, they might join Shane McMahon's WCW. Ah. Hmm. Now that's a question. Do you think that, do you think that if, uh, if what's his name? Benoit has did not get hurt. Do you think that he would have eventually uh, gone? He would have eventually gone over. I don't know if he would have gone over, but I think it would have been the summer of Chris Benoit um, going up against Stone Cold, chasing Stone Cold instead of uh, Kurt Angle. Mm. I could see that being a thing. So Stone Cold is, uh, you know, paranoid because Mr. Mr. McMahon is not here uh, for him. (laughs) But uh, because on Thursday, Vince McMahon gave Stone Cold a ultimatum, and I don't think Steve Austin is thinking him seriously. Either Stone Cold retains or him and Vince's relationship that they have is done. It's over. Mm. And here's Coach having to, like, be the messenger here. Yeah. Deborah is acting, like, all shocked, like, what? I do love those. I do love that old belt. That belt, like the the Attitude Era belt. Yeah, the globe. I always love the globe. Yeah, it's not it's not as good as the Winged Eagle, but it was it's I liked it a lot more than the uh, the Undisputed belt. Yep. So here you see good old New Jersey, (laughs) King of the Ring, sold out. I always Mm -hmm. love. Always was good to see that on the sign, sold out. Well, this was still. One of the hottest things going on, you know. Oh, and uh, still to come, we have uh, DDP versus Undertaker. What is going to happen when Undertaker gets his hands on DDP? What do you think of the videos of um, him with Sarah? It's just so bizarre. Yeah. Somebody's got a death wish, and their wish is about to come true. This is the Undertaker's wife, Sarah. I know where you live, Sarah. I know where your house is, Sarah. Maybe I should be the stalker for um, the next Christmas play. Yeah, that'd be good, huh? I, I'm i the stalker. I'm stalking everybody. I'm the smasher. <laughs> last ride after last ride. So Jim Ross uh, is the first one that gets a videotape from the uh, Courier and he says, oh, uh, get play it uh, tonight that we're going to meet the Undertaker's wife. And Undertaker has no idea what's going on. Nobody does. And that um, the video started playing. Undertaker goes on a tangent. He attacks Shane McMahon because Vince McMahon said, oh, Shane might have something to do with him with WCW. And then Shane McMahon gives up Kurt Angle. And uh, Kurt Angle goes for a last ride. <laughs> Because Shane said that Kurt Angle ruins relationships. <laughs> Diamond Cutter, you never saw it coming. Mm-hmm. Want to make an impact? You go after the biggest, baddest dog in the yard. Mm-hmm. He's using Undertaker to get to the top of the business. It's kind of like how it's kind of like how Jeff Jarrett was using the WWF to become famous as a wrestler. I mean, as a musician. 
<laughs> or he just used uh, Vince Russo to get the WCW championship. That's true, yes. <laughs> really used him. Undertaker's got a nice house. If that really is his house, it's very <laughs> nice. Sarah. <laughs> like triple like the Undertaker with Sarah. So stupid. Yep. He doesn't I mean the greatest thing about the Undertaker is that he's uh you know he 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 gets the friggin' tattoo removed. Ugh, what a what a friggin' man. Like what a man. He went and had the tattoo. Yep. Uh, he had first of all, it's crazy that he tattooed his wife's name to his neck anyway. And then he went and he had he got divorced and then he had the tattoo removed. Like that's just yeah. a friggin' man's man right there. Yeah, and here's Paul Heyman here asking, uh, why are you here? What are you doing? My name is Paul Heyman. <laughs> There we see on the screen, somebody has a shot of Diamond Dallas Page this time. Mm-hmm. Looks like he is ordering um, food or a sandwich at a restaurant. Uh, give me a stack of eggs and some pancakes. It's It's GTV. <laughs> oh, yeah. Having an iced coffee, it looks like. Now he's all mad. People are in my personal life. I'm begging you, make me famous. Mm hmm. I always liked, uh, what did you think of Paul Heyman's uh, commentary with Jim Ross? It was okay. I mean, I was, it was, it was, it was good. It was different from, obviously it was different from, uh, you know, King. him and him and the King, but I liked it. Yep. So here we have Edge coming out to the ring. I mean, you know, everybody liked Edge. I was an Edge head, you know. Like, um, I liked Edge uh, here in uh, in 2002, especially when he shaved uh, Kurt Angle balls. I'm, I'm I'm trying to remember what was Christian what was Christian's music when he came out. It wasn't the uh, Christian. Christian. Uh, it, was, it was you think you know me, like the um, like uh, techno. You think you know me? Oh, okay. Edge did not have Rob Zombie at the time as well. They were both using the same, um, the same. Um, yeah, because they're still they're still Edge and Christian like a tag team. Well, wow, Rhino yeah, getting a, a bit of a pop. Here is Rhino. He looks hungry. Mm. Spear versus Gore. That's a great sign. Yeah, you do have a spear versus the Gore here, but um. Yeah, do you think they do you think Rhino was the right choice? I know you wanted the four friends, but do you think there was anybody else that could have had that spot if not Rhino? Or would um, you ever would you ever replace Christian? No, I think this I think that this was the the three of them worked very well as that that like little triad there. Because I mean, you had, you know, cuz especially like at WrestleMania where they had um 
you know, the, Rhino was the third, Lita was the third, and Spike Dudley was the third for all those teams. It just it was it was a fun it was a fun time, you know. And then I mean the the thing with Angle was that they were making they were making television just because they were being funny, you know. Yep. And I mean, Mick Foley's the commissioner at this time too, so like there was all that stuff going on, you know. Um, he is like the ambassador. William Regal is more of the commissioner here. Is Regal the commissioner? I forget when. I forget when. I forget when. Like Foley stopped being the commissioner. Foley oh yeah, that's right. Because he's not at WrestleMania. Because he's just a. He's just a guest referee for the Shane Vince match. Yeah. So um, Foley was uh, June two thousand to December of two thousand. Mm. Regal starts in like three weeks into January, all the way up until October. And then Foley comes back as WF commissioner for a miserable two and a half weeks, basically three weeks. Mm. And then Survivor Series happens. Edge over here getting the, uh, getting the advantage over Rhino. Mm Mm-hmm. Rhino is not a force to be is a force to be reckoned with. Uh, he will um, beat you up, and he will beat the crap out of you. Look at this guy in the leather jacket, <laughs> or like the uh, not the leopard, like the leopard, the leopard jacket. Yeah, the leopard shirt. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, was, was, uh, was this Rico? Was this, did he steal Rico's wardrobe? Yeah, it's Rico's. It's Rico. It is Rico. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> You're about like three years too early for that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Rico. Yeah, he was in the OVW at this time. He just doesn't come in until 2002. I know Rhino ran for uh, public office in, like, Michigan, where he's from. He, like, unsuccessfully ran for, like, I think, uh, like, a city councilman or something like that. Like, re- like within the last few years. Yeah, 2016, yeah. he ran for the Michigan House of Representatives. <laughs> Rhino over there slamming edge into the coin to the uh, steel and oof. Ooh, though that, that that security wall always has to hurt and the steel railings are painful painful too. Mm-hmm. Now Rhino was never like really a heel or a baby face. He always seemed like an in-betweener, you know. He does do like heel moves like as he pulled the uh, second turnbuckle out, and oh, jeez, ooh, oh, Jesus, oh. right into the exposed turnbuckle. Oh, that's kind of bad. Mm-hmm. Yep. So in this case, they're kind of doing a callback to I feel the '96 King of the Ring, where Edge is, you know, Edge is going to have like a little bit of an injury going into the final, like how Jake did. But in a bizarre twist of fate, uh, he does not lose. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's the face in peril in this case. Yeah, I thought it was Stone Cold who had the injury. Well, Stone Cold actually had a, he did, he had a lip injury. He had yeah, a busted had- lip. But like um, going into the, going into the final, Jake Roberts had like his, you know, quote unquote, his ribs were broke or bruised or whatever, because I think he had wrestled Vader. And, like, Vader did, like, a Vader bomb and, like, bruised up his ribs. So, 
going into the final, he was supposedly the, uh, you know, the face in peril kind of thing, but uh, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't end up panning out correctly. Now, I always liked Rhino's ring gear. It made him look like he was the beast, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I like I like Rhino, but he's kind of like a. I feel like he's a Taz light, you know. Yeah, well, he's more of like a hardcore. Like he needs weapons. Like he's a hardcore wrestler more than he is a um, like an actual like physical um, like takedown wrestler. Mm-hmm. Rhino, two-time ECW World Television Champion, and uh, one-time World... He's the final World Heavyweight Champion. Yes, he is. Mm-hmm. His point is a tag team champion and a one-time uh, Intercontinental Champion. He won at a live event, a house show in Toronto. Oh, and he loses a back to Jeff Jarrett at um, Fully Loaded 99 in Buffalo, New York. Yes, that's right. Oh, I always like the running knee, like where the like it looks like a spin to him. Yeah, I know up top. What's he going for? All that splash, and oh, he landed it. Oh, he hits the ribs too. One, two, little nonchalant cover. Uh, not really a good grip by uh, Rhino. Hmm. Yeah. Rhino would control here. Yep, he is really destroying Edge, um, you know, like with the knees and uh, going after like Edge's ribs and like lower back area. Yeah, I mean, they're doing a great job of doing the whole heel in peril. Or not heel in peril, face in peril. Oh, nice little... uh, Oh. Call that like a face plane into the ropes. <laughs> it's um, it's kind of like a stun gun almost. Yeah, which was which was stunning. Steve Austin's maneuver in WCW. Yep. Oh, by Edge. Mm. Edge is holding on to his uh, lower uh, lower stomach area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's holding on to a part of the body that there are no ribs present, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yeah, I don't know where the ribs stretch to. <laughs> he's talking about his ribs and he's holding onto his abdomen. There's no ribs in his abdomen. <laughs> but that's all right, Edge. We know we know you mean well. Oh, look at this. What's he gonna do here? Oh, he's doing the oh, yeah, nice little sunset power bomb. Ooh. One, two, ooh. To to live rhino like that, he's two hundred and seventy-five pounds. Mm. Oh, beautiful spine buster. I'd give that four Arn Andersons out of out of uh ten. That's just <laughs> Oh Rhino now setting up for the gore. Oh, Gore versus Spear. They both oh! <laughs> They both went for it. They got nothing. So there's like a guy next to the so you just saw the gore 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 sign and there's like uh-huh. a dude there's like a dude sitting next to him that looks like Johnny Ace when he was in uh 
The, that what's that tag team he was in with uh, the dynamic dudes? Yeah, I was gonna say either he looks that. Like John, or, he looks like Johnny Ace's dynamic dudes. I was gonna say it was like Carrie Von Erich or uh, Billy Graham as mm. well. I see this guy. He looks like he's the hippie guy, basically. Yeah. Yep. Surprised that the uh, ECW hat guy isn't here, but this that's uh, this New Jersey, not Philadelphia. <laughs> Oh, I think he was going for the gore again. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, the the downfall, I think it's called. One, yep. two, three, ding, ding, ding. Edge wins. So it's going to be Edge's Kurt Angle in the finals here. I think it's like the downward spiral, DDT. That's what they call it. Yeah. For this match, Steve, I mean, uh, Steve, Keith, I'm going to go two and three quarters. I would say three. I think it's a good solid three car three. I mean, they went they went ten minutes twenty seconds. They had back and forth, you know, some pretty good. Uh, you had you had the double the we'll just say the double gore the the you know the uh, gore slash uh, spear. I think I liked it three stars. All righty, yep. So uh, we will have Edge versus Kurt Angle in the finals. Hey, look at that! He misses in the downward spiral. I was always a Fan the downward spiral. I think you would call that the executioner. Uh, yeah. This time to progress here as well. So uh, here we are on uh, Sunday Night Heat with um, Spike Dudley and Molly here. What did you think of the uh, Molly Holly Spike Dudley relationship? Oh boy. <laughs> um, I think uh, it was they were looking for things for Spike Dudley to do. And I think that Molly, they were looking for things for Molly Holly to do too. I mean, I don't, I don't hate, um, I don't hate relationships on wrestling. You know, I could dig it. So it just depends on, it just depends on who it is and what it is. And I like Molly Holly and Spike Dudley. You know, it was okay. It wasn't offensive. <laughs> no, it was more like a soap opera. I felt like a soap opera high school uh, relationship, really. Yeah. And um, we do have uh, Spike Dudley. He is challenging the Dudley boys here tonight for their tag team titles. And he's got a big surprise for his tag team partner. Uh-oh. Yep. And uh, the Dudley boys have already put Molly Holly through a table once. Molly Holly just recently got the uh, Stone Cold Stutter uh, from Stone Cold Steve Austin during his paranoia phase. Ah, uh, Yes. The Dudley boys were really mean to Spike during this time, but they've always been mean to Spike. <laughs> yeah. They love him, they hate him. They love him, oh, they hate him. Well, he's like, I mean, their, he's like their little brother. Yep. Uh, and you always got to pick on the brother here. Look how they always um, use Taz here. He's a broadcaster. It's been Michael Cole. Taz probably could have been on the card here or something, but... You know, the, the, he's he's uh, using like the tough enough uh, persona here. Yeah. <laughs> Going into this matchup here, Keith, was yes. Chris Jericho an afterthought? Because it looks like all eyes are on Chris Benoit here, and not really Chris Jericho. Um. No, I don't think so. I don't think you can. 
I don't think you can have Jericho as an afterthought. You know? It's just that it seemed like the focus was mostly on Chris Benoit, you know? Like, I feel like Benoit got most of Austin's brutality than Chris Jericho did. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think you're right when you say it would have been probably the summer of Benoit if, if it had been, like, if he hadn't gotten hurt. Um... I just wonder, I wonder what would have happened. I mean, it would have yep. been awesome. I mean, you would have had, well, I don't think they were going to, they weren't going to take the title away from Austin, you know? Yeah, yeah, unless, like, I mean, the only reason why I work with Kurt Angle is because of the whole, like, we want the uh, American hero, you know, yeah. for, like, yeah, yeah. USA and everything, you know? Like, right. it's right. the way it worked for Kurt Angle, like, you know, that, a true, like it feels bad to say, like a tragedy got Kurt Angle the WWE title. Sure. You know? Uh oh. I know. It's bad to say. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I'm. T- I'm is, aren't you get? Aren't you at where the Dudleys come now? Yeah, yeah. Here comes Benoit. Oh, Stone Cold right at the back of the shots, and the Dudley boys win. Deep. Devon got put through the table. <laughs> I always liked Benoit and Chris Jericho as a tag team. They put on brutal matches with um, with uh, the tag teams they were given. Yeah, yeah. Is, aren't they in the um, Aren't they in like TLC three or TLC four or the one that was on like I think it was on Raw? No, it was on SmackDown. TLC three was on SmackDown in two thousand and one. And uh, that was the one where Benoit and Jericho retained the titles. But, oh, boy, here comes Kane. That's the big surprise. <laughs> he got That's Intercontinental cool. Champion. I forgot Kane was Intercontinental Champion. Be He's been having a feud with Albert from X-Factor. Albert. <laughs> Spike Dudley going into full force here. Yeah. Spike Dudley, uh, the Raw before this, get thrown through a table by um, Stone Cold as he goes to the Dudley dog, Austin Catters, and throws him through the table. Yep. Spike Dudley going after Big Brother over here, Bubba. You got to be oh, kidding. Karana. And a clothesline. Oh, gosh. Kane's, Kane's agility here and uh, the ability to do that flying clothesline off the uh, – Top rope was always sick. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Oh, he's in a bad position. <laughs> oh, was he going to do help? Oh, he catches him. I thought he was going to do that big boot to him. <laughs> <laughs> They're playing hot potato. <laughs> playing playing hot potato. Yeah, they're playing hot potato with Spike Dudley. Two. Yep. <laughs> Bubbles like tag me. Made sense. Yep. Ooh, Devon lands face first. Dudley boys, where are they in your tag team rankings? Um. Hmm. They're up there. They're probably top. 
they're in the top 20, I'd say. They're top okay. 20. Yeah. I would say they're top 20. Top 10, no. Top 20, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Why? Where do you have them? If I um, see, like, because I'm younger than you, and, like, I, I they're, they're five for me. Five, wow. in my opinion. Wow. I grew up watching them. Hardy Boys are up there, Edge and Christian. The APA, definitely. The APA, huh? Always pounding ass. <laughs> Love always the double team moves by the Dudley Boys. They always distract the referee. Kane over there just standing watching his uh, partner get his butt kicked. Well, he's got, you know, Kane, if anything, Kane is a consummate professional and he knows not to uh, break the rules and jump in the ring. Yeah. You know, and take take over distracting the referee. Mm hmm. But not really. Side slam and Devon. Oh, jumping late. And he shall be Devon. <laughs> and he shall be a good man. Frequent tags here by the Dudley boys. Always oh, keeping the freshman in. Spike Deli is really getting dropped. Oh, oh. oh. Gosh, Spike Dudley could take falls. The way he just gets flipped, he's always getting hurt. Diva now. Ooh. Bubba Ray misses. Always lands on his ass. Oh, well, but uh, Bubba Ray counters it, and he goes. Spike goes flying first. Kane is trying to make the tag here. What a maneuver. Yep. Oh, Spike's getting his taint licked. <laughs> so who's your number one? What are your top five tag teams then? Do you okay. remember? Like, did you do a list when they did no, the list? I don't do a list. I don't do list. You know, like, okay. that takes too much. For me, that takes too much time and energy for me. Yeah. I mean, I could probably tell you my top five. Um, no. My top five is Demolition. And okay. this is in order. I would say Demolition. Then I'm going to go with um, the Heart Foundation. Mm -hmm. I would say uh, I loved the bar. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm going to throw... I'm going to see, I want to say Arn and Tully, but they weren't like, they weren't really like, I feel like it's like the brain busters is obviously like their best time being a tag team, even though they were in WCW or NWA as a tag team. But I almost feel like, you know, they're no, they're notable because they won the tag titles that time in WCW, but it's not like they were like, you know, the constant forever. So I'm not going to say Arn and Tully, but I am going to shock you. And I'm going to say the Hollywood Blondes. 
So Pillman and Austin. So I got, what's that? So Demolition, the Hart Foundation, the Bar, the Hollywood Blondes. Oh, yeah. And, and um, Arn and Tully, right? Yeah, I'll say Arn and Tully is my fifth. Okay. Ooh, so Spike Dully got the tag into Kane and Gaines going to work. So now you know there was one glaring omission from that, and there's a reason why. And it has to do with um, I did not put Road Warriors or Legion of Doom. And the reason being is because I don't think that they are in the top of the of the thing. Like I just don't. I think that the Legion of Doom, in my opinion, and this is a very humble opinion, is that they are they have like what I call Andre the Giant disease, where it's like they have Andre the Giant syndrome, where it's like they came into a they came into a territory, they were so dominant that you had to give them the championship and it was like they didn't need a championship like they should have had because then it's like once you have them they were way too dominant to then lose and i just didn't like that whereas like demolition was the perfect team because they were a dominant tag team they had that incredible run at the first you know with their first run and then like but they could still lose matches and i liked that you know because you have to be able to lose matches and it's like you always look stupid when you lose when you're that dominant. Like, if Andre loses a match, he looks like a dummy. Why is the Intercontinental title out there? Oh, because Kane's the champ. That's right. Yeah. Spike Dudley <laughs> just went airborne. Oh, like so random, random Intercontinental belt. <laughs> <laughs> going back to that last uh, pinfall, Tim, looked like Bubba Ray was going to kick out. So the no. referee who uh, hold up a little bit and uh, Devon sort of got in there, but it was like, oh boy, this could have been bad. And correct me if I'm wrong, isn't it Teddy Long who's the referee? Yeah, but he's been known to make mistakes. Don't I know, but that's it's Teddy Long. That's funny. Two. Yeah, oh, Spike, no. did, Spike did that like uh, run up the buckle cutter there. Yeah, that's the deadly dog. Oh, is that what it's called? Yeah. Oh, his came with a goozle. Oh, nope. And then that random intercontinental title was like the random rubber chicken with uh, Cody Rhodes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they're gonna oh. do the, they're gonna do the WhatsApp to. Uh, oh wait, is there something going on in the crowd? Is something going on up the ramp? I don't uh, know. No, just... no, but Spike the late Spike's up there. What's up? Oh, a double drop kick. And now Spike Dudley's going for a uh, no, double drop countered. No, this ain't going to happen. There it is, the 3D. I always say it like that. 3D. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Dudley boys of a 3D, they get the pinfall there. Uh-oh. Uh, I, would, I would give this uh, two and a half. Um, yeah. Yeah. Two and a half, if not just two. But only yeah. two and a half. I'll give it two and a half because Spike does take some great bumps, mm-hmm. and he and he his bumps kind of make the match, you know. Yeah, so it looks like they're not done yet. But Kane's done with the Dudley boys. Yeah, he is. Power bombs, Devon, and the choke slam. Looks like Bubba's going for a ride. Yes, Dual right through the table. Table backfires for the Dudley boys. They get put through their own table. Yep. And 2001 Kane continuing his reign of dominance. I loved Kane. Yep. What he a gimmick. 
So if you have a very solid 2001, it would be sustained by uh, an arm injury, like an arm injury, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, some other injuries as well. I think that arm injury would actually like carry on with him uh, to 2002. Elbow mm. injury was elbow. So there you see the 3D here for the win. So Dudley Boys retained the WF Tag Team Champions. <laughs> now Kane is just like carrying him like he does X-Pog. <laughs> <laughs> I got you, buddy. I got you. I got you, pal. Hang on. We got this. We got this, bro. There he's here. Um, there you see Edge and Christian backstage. Mm-hmm. Looks like Edge looks like Edge is um trying to think that Christian's gonna complain that he's not in the finals, but Christian just wants to give him good luck. <laughs> DDP is still waiting for uh, the Undertaker to come out. <clears throat> oh, look at we got another video. It's a video of Diamond Dallas Page leaving his hotel and uh coming to the uh coming to the arena. I don't think him and Kimberly were um I think they might have been separated at this point. It would have been funny if like he was in a handicap spot. That would have been <laughs> really funny. Like he's parked in a handicap spot. So like it shows him like breaking the law too. That would have been funny. <laughs> There's a lot of handicaps, son. There, there well, there are. There's always a lot of handicap places. You kidding yeah. me? Yeah, boy, not that many, but, um, you know, I guess I, so. You know, this is before he gets his teeth fixed, because remember he gets his teeth fixed? His teeth uh, look fine. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know why he went and spent all that money to get his teeth capped. It's so weird. Yeah, he looked weird when he got his teeth capped. Here we are back in WF New York, Times Square, baby. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at that. Tough Enough premiering June 21st. Yep. Oh my God! What the fuck is this guy doing? Billy Gunn, former King of the Ring winner, the one Billy Gunn. I mean, this guy is still around. Yep. The one, the one Billy Gunn, the worst gimmick probably built. That this is the one Billy Gunn is worse than fucking Rockabilly. (laughs) Um, I think he was with. He was. I don't think they were. They might have been, or like they were on like the ending of it. The tag team with him in the big shell, I think. <laughs> it might have been um it might have been around this time. Like at, at this time. Mm, you you suck. You now, suck. I think that, that but here comes Kurt so, Angle. It's Kirk Angel right there. Um, I remember I was so excited when Kurt Angle, uh, when he when he changed his music when he went to when he did the WWE CW, and it was like it was it was just that newer version where like you couldn't say the you suck. That was yeah. in his like that was his it, mouth god phase. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, the tr- it was like the trumpet. Yep. Yeah. It made him look like a king. No, Kurt Angle will not high-five you. (laughs) 
yes. he was so great last the the previous year though when he was wearing the cape and the crown, and then he oh. would come and he came out on like Raw and he was still the freaking king. It was so good. And Foley was like a grown man in a crown. <laughs> well, like we said, here's this is the finals. Here it is: Kurt Angle versus Edge. Edge is still. Uh, mm. Looks like he's still hurting with the lower abdomen. You can see him holding uh, his lower abdomen. Mm -hmm. Kurt has a microphone here. (laughs) He goes wherever. Jim Ross just went wherever his injury may be. Because even even Jim Ross doesn't know where the hell his fucking injury is. The ribs, the sternum. Hold on a second. I just want to say one thing. Yeah, Kurt Angle was really going all out. Like when Edge and Christian were fighting over like their brotherly arguments, Kurt's like, "Guys, you're not gonna win. I'm gonna win." <laughs> it was pretty funny. <laughs> oh yeah, Kurt. Kurt had it all. Like he he definitely had that that thing that it factor where he knew how to be funny and you know he knew how to he knew how to make how to make jokes. He was great at that. All right, so Kane, so Kane's in the Kane's in the tag match at. I'm just trying to look at his 2001. He's in the tag match at Invasion, and then at SummerSlam he's in the. Um, it's him. It's the Brothers of Destruction. They beat up Canyon and Page. Um, and then what's he do next? Unforgiven. Is he on the card? Unforgiven. Um, I'm trying yeah. to think. Of- yeah, they, yeah, they were- yeah they beat Chronic. Yep. Then No Mercy, he fights uh, Test, and then Survivor Series is at the elimination match. He fights Test? And No Mercy, yeah. God, he had to fight Test? Ugh. Whereas, like, The Undertaker's fighting Booker T. Like, that just sucks. (laughs) Like, it sucks. It sucks for Kane. He has to fight Test. Was Test Test in the Alliance? Kurt Angle just goes head first into the canvas. (laughs) (laughs) I love the poster for Survivor Series that year is uh, Lita and Tori Wilson, (laughs) like wearing like uh, camouflage gear. (laughs) It's kind of really funny. Um. Yeah, Kane, wow, Kane's, Kane's, jeez, I didn't realize that Kane was, like, still solid with the, uh, the Team WWF. Yep. Actually, Jericho, Undertaker, and Kane were on both teams. Oh, were they? Um, yeah, because, yeah, Jericho, yeah, it's Jericho, Kurt Angle, Stone Cold, Kane, and The Undertaker. Oh, that, yeah, and, both invasion teams, I got you. Yeah, and then, uh, yeah, the team, team Alliance was Booker T, Bubba Ray, Diamond Dallas Page, Devon, and Rhino. Huh. I feel like I should have had that spot of Raven, but that's just me. Instead of, instead of, uh. I know, yeah. Yeah. Or even Rob Van Dam, but uh, everyone loves Rob Van Dam versus Jeff Hardy. Yeah, that's a great match. Yep. 
Kurt Angle's going to work on uh, Edge. Oh, Kirk Angel. Oh, he throws him. Ooh, that's got to hurt. That's a nasty bump. Mm-hmm. There it is. A lot of nasty bumps. Ooh, wow. Right in there. The injured ribs. But the mm-hmm. abdomen. Oh, no. Even Jim Ross doesn't know. Right into the steps. Well, no, there's no front security guard. The fans are just right there. It's like, well, what do you do? This Maybe is what happens. Have- this is what happens when I go to a chaotic show. Like we're just there's like it's just a guardrail, and like we sit right. I always sit ringside. So this uh-huh. and they and they do a lot of stuff like up against. They're always throwing people up against the up against the guardrail, and you have to kind of like I usually brace my feet against the guardrail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe they should have. Be a guy like be the front man security guard over the railing. Well, you know what they do is they put like one of the trainees is like is like in the corner because uh, I and that's where we usually sit is like in the corner like front row and we always talk to like the trainee and we're just <laughs> like and, and I and I I always say like so you're gonna get hit tonight and he's like ah I hope not I'm like yeah you are <laughs> and then there's they're always taking like super kicks or like um getting like a guy thrown into them. It's just, it's always like they're all like they beat up the trainees so much, but they're the security. But it's just really funny. Like they're just, they're, yeah, they're just like ring boys basically and ring girls. They do, they have, they have no qualms about beating like male on female wrestling. Like they, they mix it up a lot. It's like, it's like GCW. Yeah. Man, look at all these like people here in the crowd. Like when they do like the shots of everybody. Yeah. It's like a big puzzle, almost, of people. <laughs> it's a very 2001 picture. <laughs> yeah. I can't keep my eyes off of that guy that looks like friggin' Johnny Ace. <laughs> He's oh, like, yeah. with the blonde hair, I swear that guy's wearing a wig. Yep. It's trying to fight back, but Kurt Angle is really going after the lower abdomen. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh, Kurt's putting him up on the, on the top rope. Is he going to do a uh, a back suplex? Yeah, back looks play. Like... Oh, look at this edge with a little reversal there and a little scoop up. little schoolboy pin there. Oh, wow. One, two. Two count there. I always love Kurt Angle's attire here. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. As well. Belly to belly. Oh. Belly to Bailey. Belly to belly. Kurt always did the best belly to belly. <laughs> Kurt's already got the straps down. <laughs> yeah. Wow. He wants to go to work. <laughs> Something that you don't see a lot of nowadays are these like rest holds. You really don't see like reverse chin lock rest holds and shit like that. I mean, you know what's hilarious is that Edge is still re- Edge is wrestling on, on Friday, <laughs> like Friday Night SmackDown. <laughs> oh yeah. Like he's wrestling in the tournament for like I was I'm I'm actually I'm expecting him to be the winner of the SmackDown bracket, yeah. Because I figure he's gonna want to go to uh, the 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 prince there, the 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 supreme prince of uh, Saudi Arabia so, is gonna want to see Edge wrestle, you know? Yeah. I uh, I was going with Balor, Finn Balor to win, win it all, and uh, I lost. Yeah, I was I was kind of I thought maybe they were going to go down that road because I figured I knew it wasn't going to be Cody because if Cody had won, 
if, if Cody won that championship, it then it's definitely it's definitely going to make it seem like it's a consolation prize for him not beating Roman Reigns, and that just is going to that that already diminishes the championship even more. So I figure with him with with Finn Balor or uh, I thought it was Finn Balor. I thought it was going to be Finn Balor because I said I said Seth doesn't need it right now, but Seth is a good gatekeeper for somebody. But I can't imagine it's going to be. I mean, it's going to have to be Seth Rollins because yeah, I can't imagine that they're they just did a draft. They just drafted these people to SmackDown, and now they're <laughs> automatically going to have one of these guys have to come over to Raw. Oh. Like, yeah. So my prediction, here. Yeah, my prediction for SmackDown for that tournament is, mm-hmm. um, and actually, is this even is this going to air before SmackDown or no? Oh, uh, no. Oh, so it'll already be decided. So, yeah, sorry, sorry. pulling yeah. pulling back. We're pulling back the curtain. But yeah, I would say, I would say it's going to be the final is going to be Sheamus and Edge, and then Edge will win, and then Edge will go to Saudi Arabia and lose to Finn Balor. That's I mean, lo- lose to Seth Rollins. That's what I think. This will air before the uh, Night of Champions pay per view, though, so that's yeah. good. The Night of Champions. Night of Champions. They don't so, like King of the Ring there. With the with the two uh, tag team champions that don't like Saudi Arabia, <laughs> uh, and have been quite vocal about it. <laughs> Karana, one, two. Mm-hmm. Kurt Angle is bleeding from the mouth as well. Yes. The Edge took a beating uh, from the uh, guardrail. Uh, he goes over the rail. He goes flying over the ropes again, and then slams the guardrail too. Mm-hmm. It's a little fisticuffs back, right here. Back and forth we go. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice clothesline. Ooh, oh, edge. Trying to make that um comeback. Back body drop by edge. Mm-hmm. We have been moving through this pay-per-view. Well, Angle goes sailing into the turnbuckle. One, two. Sorry, I'm the king of the ring finals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> mm, oh, no, slam, no Olympic slam. Oh, another counter. Oh, there it is. Oh, there it is. The lock. Will Edge tap out. He doesn't have it all the way in. Oh, another roll-up. One, two. Oh, that would have been awesome, but that was the mm-hmm. finish. Oh, nice. Too, as well. Wait, but here comes Christian, I think. Is it Christian? Yes, it is. It's Christian. Christian comes on the apron, but uh, Edge just got Kurt Angle covered. What are you, you doing? Come on. Trying to help you. One, two. I'm trying to help you. All these uh, covers there. Mm-hmm. Very close calls as well. Uh-oh, ref bump. There goes the referee. Uh-oh. That's not Brian Hebner, is it? Was he here at this time? No, I don't think that. I feel like that's... um. That's uh, Mike Sparks. Um, Is it... Is it Chad, Chad Patton? Pat- yeah, Chad Patton. 
Oh, here comes Shane again this time. Oh, he spears him. Oh, nice. There was uh, Vlad. Oh. The owner of WCW. <laughs> I love I love it. The owner of WCW. The owner of WCW. Downward spiral. Referee's coming. Is this it? One, two, three. It's over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit, it's so pretty. Like he won something. Oh, that just hurt with the ankle. I don't know if that's real or not, but this uh, pay-per-view is going to have a lot of injuries. Mm-hmm. in the blue is very pretty. That edge that up. Sign. 2001, King of the Ring. Mm-hmm. And how. Yeah. I mean, the cool thing, though, is like Edge, I mean, Edge just adding this to his, you know, his list of accolades, you know, at the time, you don't realize how important Edge is going to be to the future of this company. But, man, he was so good when he first turned and he was like, when he was feuding with like John Cena and he was the rated R superstar and stuff like, so awesome. He really did turn into a hell of a character, you know? Yeah. No, he did. Um. And he's going to have, like, a really good summer um, and, like, a good 2001, too, uh, where with the direction of what what he, what he gets from this uh, invasion storyline. And uh, he gets this the start to his uh, singles career as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's Chad Patton. Three. Kurt Angle is not happy. And there you see <laughs> Shane McMahon did my job. This lady's like really fun. Really, are you, you happy now? Did you ever buy one of those WCW shirts? I call uh, them like the uh, Vampire Vang shirt. I did not. Oh wow, Chris Benoit wearing an X-ray shirt. That's gonna come back and bite him. <laughs> <laughs> the whole kind of a question is that. <laughs> it's a pretty good one. Oh man. I think DDP was talking to these people when the camera wasn't on them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like, get out of here, kids. You're bugging me. <laughs> I can't play character. Do yoga, kids. Do yoga. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He is hungry for the Undertaker, but he's ready for him for his <laughs> bro. The Undertaker is here somewhere. It's a matter of when, and there you see Edge. Edge uh, is the new King of the Ring. He is the King of the Ring 2001. <laughs> and they don't even do like they didn't even do like the uh, the coronation or anything, which sucks. They do that um, on Raw the next night. Yeah, but that just, you know, that's part of the whole, the gimmick is like the joy of the gimmick, you know? But yep. I guess, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. The era of awesomeness. Oh, Kurt Angle 
<laughs> he is so mad. <laughs> it wasn't going to make him tired. It just really made him mad. Craig <laughs> was like crying. And he's scared. guys like, we don't care, dude. <laughs> I love him. I love this. Families will go on well. Don't man. you guys understand? I'm a I'm an Olympic gold medalist. <laughs> I should be king of the ring. It's not fair. I think the the security guard just shook his head. Oh, here we go. So now we have Jeff Hardy. The light heavyweight championship is on the line. He's going to face X Pac. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is. This is um, what's it called? Era X Pac, right? Uh, X Factor. X Factor. Ugh, the one of the worst theme songs in wrestling history. Yep, I got everything I ever wanted. Now Yo, you're dealing with the X Factor. Yeah. Um, I think they cut this one, and they gave um, they cut the Uncle Cracker version, mm-hmm. and they went with uh, the uh, generic uh, version. Dan and Dan Dan Wow, 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 Well, I wonder if this is an overdub, just because they don't want to pay the Uncle Cracker version anymore. Yeah, it's got to be. I bet you it's an overdub. There wasn't there was an overdub in SmackDown just bring it to uh, the the old PS2 game because uh, they didn't want to pay the Uncle Cracker theme song for that one either. Yeah, so the dub the dub has been there before, you know. Presenting the X Factor, weighing in at two hundred and twenty pounds, X Pac. What did you think of the light heavyweight title? Because. It goes nowhere really until uh, the next month of um, back and forth isms between this and the WCW Cruiserweight title. But your thoughts of the WWF light heavyweight title as a whole? Um. Oh, is isn't wait? Is fully loaded? Does fully loaded get changed, or is there still uh, a it, fully loaded? No, no, it does. It does. It gets full. It gets like you have to. Um, you have to understand that it was always fully loaded until Linda changes it on um, a SmackDown, I believe. But um, <laughs> it was always just fully loaded. They didn't really call it Invasion yet. They just went with. Yeah. Uh, it was always fully loaded. Yep. Ever since July of 98, it was fully loaded. That's just funny, though, that it was like it was listed as fully loaded on this, but it's not. It's Invasion. Um, the light heavyweight championship. Well, let's put it this way. Um, I think that it you had that you had the weird Takamichinuku winning and then not really doing a whole hell of a lot with it. Um, and then I remember when um, S.A. Rios won it and that was like a big deal. And it was like kind of cool that like he won. And then all of a sudden you had like again, like they didn't really do much with it. Um, like I remember Christian won it. Christian beats Takamichinuku. Then they had friggin' Gilbert, which was stupid. But then that's when SA when SA Rios won it on Sunday Night Heat. That was awesome. And then they kind of went with like Dean Malenko and Scotty Tuhati back and forth. And then it just yeah, I don't think it really ever it it stinks because once it merges with the cruiserweight title, obviously they ended up sticking with the cruiserweight championship for however long it lasted. Uh-huh. And, you know, 
that's the championship I think you you think of. But yeah, they could have had a chance. But light heavyweight is kind of a weird word anyway. <laughs> it's like an oxymoron, <laughs> you know. Yeah, for the for the Kurt Angle Edge match, I would give that three star. I would give that three stars. It was really good. I would do three. I would do three three and a quarter. Okay. That's a great match. That's probably so far the match of the night. Uh-huh. Yeah, so he had X-Pac versus Jeff Hardy. Uh, Jerry Lynn had the uh, light heavyweight title, and then he loses it to um, Jeff Hardy on a SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Then X-Pac and uh, X-Factor were feuding with the Hardy boys for a little while. There you see X-Pac blatantly using the rope. How do you not think he was not using the rope? But the rope is uh, bouncing. <laughs> and then they went and did um, what was the what was the other one that they brought in that uh, that they ended up putting on NXT? Was uh, it like the two hundred one? The two hundred five, yeah. The two hundred five, yeah. The live two hundred five, yeah. Uh huh, yeah. And I feel like that was like they always try to do this like. They always try to give an opportunity to, you know, some of the smaller guys, which makes sense. And yeah. I don't really know why they don't ever stick with that, you know? Uh-huh. I don't know. No, but um, here you have X-Pac, you know, everyone. Uh, this is when X-Pac had the go-away heat that they called X-Pac heat. <laughs> yeah. X- X-Pac heat. <laughs> yeah. I guess they just didn't like him because he was always like riding everyone's uh, everyone's like uh, coattails. But I feel like no one gives X Pac the credit. He's just a crony, but he's a good professional wrestler. Oh yeah, no, dude, he's no. I don't. I, you know what? Just because he's he's as much of a crony as Kevin Nash is. I mean, let's be honest in the in the grand scheme of things. The superstars in that whole clique is Shawn Michaels and Scott Hall, okay? Kevin Nash, Kevin Nash had, you know, he had something that people liked when he was Diesel, when he was Shawn Michaels' buddy. And then, and as much as I like Kevin Nash, I feel like he does, he does buy into his own bullshit sometimes. I mean, he, if Scott Hall could have stayed sober, Scott Hall would have been the guy that was the guy, you know, in the NWO. But obviously it wasn't the case because Scott had his demons that he fought. But I think that when they brought over when they brought over X Pac and he was six, I thought that was fine. And I mean, he put on friggin' great matches in WCW when he was in there, and and then when he came in, I mean, he was a he was just as important to friggin' Degeneration X as I feel like Triple H was, and you know he carried that group or he assisted with that group during the during the heyday the heyday of that group and uh you know he tried to make something of himself here with this x factor which just he had two kind of what was it it was albert and who was the other guy incredible yeah like nobody gives a shit about just incredible and really nobody gives a shit about albert you know so i mean well at this time albert's kind of on a roll here they kind of i think Took him off the ball uh, as the invasion uh, progressed, but um, with Albert versus Kane, it was like two giants going at it, and yeah. it was good. corkscrew. Oh, oh 
And uh, see that collision that they had just a little bit ago, though, Jeff Hardy, and it was kind of like nasty. X Pac missed the Bronco Buster. That has to hurt. Yeah. Now, I wonder, like, if he stops himself right before and he just sells like he got hit in the balls, or does he actually go full force into it? Mm. Yeah, we have, um, I'm looking at, I'm, I'm, I'm going through the, do you remember, like, TJ Perkins won, like, the Cruiserweight Classic? <laughs> yeah. Where did he end up going? Did he end up going to, oh, he went, what, back to That's Impact? Right. One, two, oh, Jeff Hardy gets on the rope. Nope. Plays it off. I always thought it was funny, Jeff Hardy used to wrestle in these pants. Like, that's got to be uncomfortable. <laughs> out to him. X-Pac always had the cool gear, whether it was blue or green. Mm-hmm. Did he ever? I think he had red and black gear at one point, too. Yeah, when he was teaming with Kane. Yeah. I think that Tory that storyline went forever. Oh, Jawbreaker. Mm-hmm. I was like when Jeff Hardy did the Jawbreaker. And he's going for the look, swan. Look at, look at Jeff with no tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> like that's so funny oh, to see Jeff with no tattoos. Yep. X Pac now. Oh, he's down. X Pac's prone. Here it comes. Um. Oh, there it goes. One, two, three. Textbook. Give me a. What would you rate this? Um, I'd give it like two, two point seven five. I'd give it a little bit. Yeah, I think it was pretty good effort. I mean, you know, you had some I'd good, give, you had some I'd good. Two and a quarter. Yeah, you got some good back and forth. You got a yep. good swanton. You got a very pretty looking swanton right there at the end. Yep. So now Edge is uh, Jeff Hardy leaving with the light heavyweight championship. Here is Commissioner Regal and to Jerry. <laughs> Jerry in his hotel outfit. <laughs> his hotel outfit. Hello, welcome to the Holiday Inn. <laughs> oh, here comes Stone Cold. I always love the Stone Cold and Commissioner Regal. Uh, <laughs> he's using the phone. <laughs> trying to call Vince. I gotta call Vince. I don't know where he is. Hello, Vince. Yeah, Steve. Steve Austin. Vince, don't go. <laughs> Quiet, Regal. I need to use this phone. So, Scott, going back to um, SmackDown, said he knew the. they think that they spoiled the finish to the uh, to King of the Ring by uh, adding that if Stone Cold loses, they're through. Wait, what do you mean that? Who's through? Him and Vince? Stone Cold and, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Oh. Scott said that um, they ruined the, um, the, the main event like it was going to win by saying that, oh, Stone Cold loses, he and Vince McMahon are done. I also hmm. think that they were giving plotting that uh, Stone Cold's going to retain because I don't think Benoit or Jericho really wanted to go to WCW. Yeah. DDP still waiting for the Undertaker. <laughs> now we have another video tape. Yep. I think you're going to get in my mind. Look at this. Oh, he's getting on the microphone. You're not getting to me. <laughs> Look at all those buses. <laughs> all those cars. DDP. The Enterprise Man. (laughs) (laughs) (coughs) Oh, well, here he comes. It's enough of this crap. Take her. Oh man, do you think this beatdown was the end of W? Was the end of uh, Diamond Dallas Page? No, it was the right. end. Of, the end of the Diamond Dallas Page was when was he that kicked at SummerSlam. Yeah. Still getting film of uh, somebody filming uh, Diamond Dallas Page. Who is it? Oh, rap bastard. Oh, surprise. Sarah. (laughs) He's like, really? Really, girl? Come famous. Rolling, 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 rolling. It's just so, it's so stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I feel like we like a whole. Dead man walking. Wow, I'm surprised that they're letting this. They didn't overdub like the uh, the you're gonna pay, you're gonna pay. Oh no, they um, they they're on good terms with um Fred Durst. I guess. Do you want to know that they use him? Um, so he wanted uh, they wanted to use Roland for SmackDown. Just bring it uh, on PS2. Oh he's, yeah, he'd do it as uh, a freebie if he got to be a care an unlockable character in the game. <laughs> so do they? 
you uh, you pin ten opponents, you knock out ten opponents in slobber knocker mode of Undertaker. Yeah. And Fred Durst is unlocked. His uh, finisher was the last ride. Was it really? That's funny. Yep. Oh boy, man, this should have been a match, I think, but I don't think it should have been a squash. He puts his gloves on. I feel like DDP was just ready to go too. Mm-hmm. Come on, baby. Oh, it's gonna get ugly. <laughs> I like the earrings on DDP. <laughs> this is so funny. <laughs> just watch. Like, watching The Undertaker put his gloves on is really funny. <laughs> Why don't you have a beer, too, before you kick his ass? Oh, and here we go. Ooh, Undertaker just laying in shots. It goes down like a flapjack. Yep, this is not pretty. Nope. You're just getting pounded on. <laughs> My wife, boy, you're going to get it. <laughs> Oof. Are you a fan of the bandana, Undertaker? Sure. <laughs> I mean, the, the American Badass was great. Big, yeah. E- big Evil, Evil Red, Booger Red. Like, that stuff was great. What is a Booger Red? Nobody knows. <laughs> right. Oh, Cajun of a low blow. Mm-hmm. Now get out of there. <laughs> Man, you should have just lived to fight another day. Take the coward's way out. And he's fighting back. He he can't fight back against the Undertaker. I'm also trying to did did Page did Page shave his head like sh- well cut his hair when he was still in WCW. 1999 is when he cut his hair. Like when they did the Jersey Triad, I believe that. Yeah, the- he had cut his hair. Yeah. Oh, here comes yeah. here comes his future ex wife. Yeah, maybe they asked him to. Cut his hair during uh, Ready to Rumble filming. This look at that nineteen. How much do you think that camcorder cost? This is a forty-five dollar camcorder. This this does not. This did not age well. <laughs> oh, the camcorder. No, this the having his wife there. <laughs> oh yeah, no. Oh yeah, I, I I see what you mean. I was really shocked when they got divorced. I wasn't. <laughs> He's not with Sarah anymore. So it's Michelle McCool. Wow, I'm, I'm surprised. That, like, um, Taker like really found the hots for somebody else on the roster, or that he found the hots for somebody on the roster. You know. Well, it's it. The the funny thing is, is that she's she's like a really Christian Christian. You know. Yeah. And not Christian the wrestler, Christian like the faith. Like, and so it's really funny that like that 
this uber Christian person fell in love with the Undertaker, who was basically a uh, not. I don't want to say he's like a he's not a Satan worshiper, but I mean he he portrayed a character that was very non Christian. I guess you could say. <laughs> oh yeah, hey so. Michelle, you want to go out with the Undertaker? You will rest in peace. Oh, I think during the um. The last ride, like documentary, I think they talked about like how they kind of got together and oh. it it was kind of weird. It was like he was like really shy. It was so funny. It's like what? <laughs> <laughs> Undertaker going to town on Diamond Down stage. Yeah, this is lasting way too long. <laughs> God. I think they had to give Angle more time to reset. Yeah, that had to be it. Angle gets to take like four showers tonight. <laughs> Those pants look hot on Sarah. <laughs> Easy now, Ty. You're easy there, big fella. Where is Sarah now? Do you prefer long hair DDP or short hair DDP? Um, long hair PD, DDP. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like DDP's best year is 97 with uh, his matches versus Savage. 98 would only propel him to 1999, basically. <laughs> DDP was the face of WCW. That's Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For like, I think that was just wrong for like Undertaker to be like, oh, well, you suck. Nobody knows who you are. It's like, eh, that's kind of bad. Mm. It's really bad if you think about it. Mm-hmm. And you got to think that's Vince McMahon giving Undertaker the words. Just run, bro. You have the power to run. Oh. Got his boots. Oh, now he's running. Yeah, now he runs away. He's like, I'm done. It's over. <laughs> Live to fight another day. There you see him just walking out. Here's Undertaker standing tall in his mm-hmm. yard. In his yard. It wasn't really over acting in the ring. I mean, you know, he would just down down stage and still be around the Undertaker for like the whole month. What is she filming? Well, because Undertaker did give Diamond Dallas Page access to any WWF event. That was like what um, transpired. This he just kicked him in the face. He just walked, rolled right out of the ring. He was like, "Screw this!" Mm. So we do have Diamond Dallas Page. 
Here are the guys who have invaded WWF so far. Lance Storm, Hugh Morris, Stacey Keebler, and Diamond Dallas Page. Mm. Our main star here tonight, we're going to get a big star. Um, the I would say like the uh, the leader of the WCW uh, invasion here, but uh, we'll find out to see who that is. Yeah. Here come these r- random this, uh, security guards here. Just want the glasses on. Look at that now Doom kid in the bag. That's vintage. Look <laughs> at that security guy was striking. They were like, Steve, put down the Mountain Dew and do this segment with us. <laughs> oh, but here we go. Kurt Angle versus Shane McMahon. Kurt Angle is smiling in this photo here, mm-hmm. but he's not smiling going into this matchup. Nope. I love how they still have to do like a um a build up to this match, even though the build up is technically tonight, basically, for what Shane McMahon did. Seriously. I don't think they even had to do all these replays. They could have just done all like, you know, a two minute seg like a minute segment and uh gone from there. Mm. Oh, Kurt Angle. Intensity, integrity, intelligence. Here That's right. The, t- the three eyes. Yep. Oh, look at Stacy right here. <laughs> I'm having a ceremony here. Do you mind? Let's see. Oh, this was cool. The, the angle slam off the podium. Shane McMahon is not afraid to go airborne. No. He's like, just do it. It'll be fun. Yeah, just do it. Oh, here comes Shane here. Once in life, don't be a coward. Oh, here he comes again. He's always from behind. Another angle slam. Shane Man's always been in street fights. He's going to show you what it means to be in the mean streets of Greenwich. Mm hmm. I, Kurt Angle, challenge you, Shane McMahon, to a street fight. <laughs> Gosh, this was such a great match. Like, and the two superstars, Angle, the aggressor, and Shane McMahon, the daredevil. It was just like, <laughs> the build, like, just from Kurt Angle losing King of the Ring was enough here. Yeah, but they had to make it seem like it was a credible, Shane's a credible threat, you know? Yeah. Do you think, um, do you think this is better than Shane? Well, it is, because, like, do you think this is better than Shane versus Vince at WrestleMania 17? Um, Without a doubt, this match has to be better than Yeah, Shane. yeah, yeah. I mean, you're you're talking about apples and oranges yeah because i mean vince mcmahon's not a he's not a 
he's not a real professional wrestler. Neither is Shane. But I mean, uh, Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle was Kurt Angle was that generational type of guy where he could wrestle a broomstick and it's entertaining. You know? Yeah. Um, I also enjoyed really the love her or leave her match. Um, Shane versus Test, uh, SummerSlam '99. What'd you think of that one? Um, I thought that was great too. Yeah, Shane always puts on a good show, you know? He always does. I don't know why Jim Cornette gives, uh, Jimmy, I feel like Jim Cornette, like, you know, has stopped, like, shooting at everyone, but he called Shane McMahon clumsy. Like, at times. Well, he he has been in the last few years. Like, the older he gets, the, the worse he does, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. And boy, are we going to get some injuries uh, in this matchup here. Mm-hmm. For the record, um, we'll get to it when we um, talk about the glass, but Bruce Pritchard, and I think even Kurt Angle has said to himself that somebody ordered the wrong glass. I don't know how you do that. Supposed to be sugar glass where the pyro wasn't supposed to go off. And I guess they uh, did something wrong and the wrong glass got put in. Mm. Here she's Kurt Angle. He is pissed off. And this is great. Oh, back suplex by Kurt Angle. He's gone postal. Well, actually, did he get, was it the wrong glass or was it just that like Kurt just... He hit him at the wrong, like he hit the glass at the wrong angle. I think it was the wrong glass. Like they put a coat of paint over it or something. Mm. Really do not know, but that is not sugar glass because they said that the sugar glass would not have held up with the percussions. Oh yeah, it's a, it's plexiglass, I think. Yeah. So yeah. somebody ordered the wrong glass. Surprised they weren't shocked by that. Like when the pyro was going off and. Um, and the glass wasn't breaking. Yeah. Some stiff shots by uh, Shane McMahon countering Kurt Angle. Oh, Kurt Angle already bleeding again from the eye. He was bleeding from the mouth. Kurt Angle tends to bleed a lot. Early on in his matches. Yeah. Whether they're just shots like the you know, that actually just open up, or does he just bleed himself? I no, think- I think that I think Shane hit him with a like actual like he hit him with a potato, you know? Yeah. I don't think Kurt Mines getting potatoed. He's like, I just do it. It'll make some shout. Um. Yeah, but I bet you Kurt's Kurt's. He's like he's he knows he's gonna get a give a receipt in a minute, you know? Yeah. Big Shane McMahon is scared to get into the ring for that. I would I would be scared to get in the ring with Kurt. <laughs> oh, get in the ring now. So here we go with these, uh, like the high school wrestling. Um, oh, sure. <laughs> Kurt Angle counters it and starts beating them up. Ooh, gut wrench. Good old Redwood. 
You think Kurt Angle had this, uh, I think he changed his tights again? Did he change? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Oh, man, he's bleeding all over. This guy's a wrestling machine. I know. Belly to belly. <laughs> he's just going to beat the piss out of them. <laughs> it is a street fight. I think this is uh, Paul Heyman. He's got a doctor's degree in German suplexing. Now we're going back to the mat work again. Angle riding, Kurt Angle. Angle riding, showing his superiority. Oh, God. <laughs> you want to screw me out of the king of the ring? Oh, he's like, come on, let's do it again. Come on. You don't do it again. Shane McMahon uh, knows not to do it again. This is a smart move by uh, Shane here. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's got a bloody tooth. Come on. I think I would actually watch a Kurt Angle just oh! official real wrestling match, you know? Yeah. Oh, man. But look at that shot by Shane. That had to, that had to hurt Kurt Angle. That looked brutal. He fell for it, too. It was like, oh. I think Paul Heyman saying that he beat Test. Uh, he did not beat Test. Test beat him. It's like he beat Test. It's like, no, he didn't. Mm. Oh, there goes Kurt. Oh, wow. Shaving man in his track pants. <laughs> Shane does look like he could run, run the uh, 100, win the 100 yard dash. Uh oh, here we go. A bag. Oh, what a collision there. Now, what are we going to go? He's going up. Oh, here it comes. A flying elbow. Shane with his leaps. Good God. Yep. How tired do you think? You think Kurt Angle took a shower just to wake himself up again? Uh, yeah, probably. He yeah. He's like, I gotta wake myself up. Oh, here comes the kendo stick, Shane McMahon's favorite toy. Mm-hmm. You ever get hit by a kendo stick? Me? No. Yeah. Oh. I have not either, but I have seen one of my friends get thrown through a table. 
and uh, pushed off the ladder. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, boy. I got hit with a chair one time. Yeah, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, my my brother and I used to, we used to um, do cleanup at the Catholic school in our town. Like, when they would do bingo, we would go after bingo and we would do, like, you know, trash and then break down the tables and chairs and stuff. And, um, you know, one time my brother goes, hey, Keith. And I turned around and he went to hit me with a chair. (laughs) And and it wasn't one of the new aluminum chairs. It was, like, an old school, like, steel chair. And I didn't, I I McFoley'd it. Like, I just took the chair shot. (laughs) Oh. Oh. These two are just throwing each other all over the place. It is just going to get worse from here. Oh boy. Kurt Angle uh, holding his lower lower back. It's going to get worse from there as well. Mm-hmm. He says it's Paul Heyman said it's not falls count anywhere. So they can fight on the outside and then it's just supposed to be like what? Like eventually he has to bring him back. Yep. Oh. You'll find out how he does it too was a very interesting way. Who Kurt brings him back in. Yep. Go back into the ring now. Oh, Shane may look for a cover. That's not going to happen. Oh, look at that. Bridging up. That's interesting. Oh. Now what's he going for? He is going for a piece of lumber. And here comes a trash can. It's also Shane McMahon's favorite toy. Mm-hmm. If we all know what Shane does with trash cans, it's a pretty sight. Yep. Oh, you always got to have that small handicap sign. That one took Raven's uh, stop sign this time, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Raven always steals the stop signs. Oh, and I'm with this small handicap sign. Oh, I always love when Shane did that dive and he hit him with the chair <laughs> or like something. Yeah, that was always a Shane McMahon move, especially like at No Way Out 2000 when The Rock's going for the people's elbow. And it's like, wham, what? Oh, boy, Kurt Angle. Oh, wait. Oh, he's going for his ankle lock. You see this, Keith? Mm-hmm. Ankle lock. Oh, he got kicked in the head, though. Imagine if Kurt Angle did tap out to his own uh, submission. Kurt Angle getting Hogan to tap out, actually, in, I think, 2002. 
which is something that didn't happen, I don't think, ever. I can't yeah. ever remember Hogan ever ever tapping out. Nope, and he didn't tap out at Starcade 97. That was not a tap out. No. <laughs> that was just Brad Hart being like, oh, he gives up. Are you sure? Yep. Oh, sharpshooter this time, it looks like. I think it's good for Shane McMahon to uh, be in a, a jersey. Oh, what a, a terrible, oh, what a terrible attempt! How so? This attempt at the sharpshooter, you fell trying to put it on. It's uh, terrible. Okay. Thinking. Uh, that's yeah. Kurt Angle. That's all. That's one hundred percent Kurt Angle right there. Yeah. The, Plus, he's not really in the middle. He's off the Kurt side. What What I don't understand is it's a no-holds-barred match or it's a street fight. Why is uh, Why is Kurt able to grab the uh, rope and have... Oh, wait, he didn't break it. Or No. He didn't tell him he had to break it. Mike Kyoto didn't say that. No, I think he was going to tell him that he had to break it if he did get to the rope. I don't know how these things work. It's like some of the rules are still there, some of them are not there. Yeah. I always wanted Shane McMahon's WrestleMania 17 uh, jersey. Mm -hmm. That would have been cool to have. Oh, leapfrogging it. Ducks. Oh. Like the there's like the Muhammad Ali fly like a butterfly, man. Oh, two. The Kurt Angle was almost not gonna kick out. Oh boy. I'm in Dallas Page. So at the Garden tomorrow. You think Shane McMahon should have had a WCW uh, guy come in, come here? And, like, interfere in this match? Probably. Uh, or uh, should should Canyon have helped uh, DDP uh, escape The Undertaker? Um. Yeah. Here comes Shane McMahon using the garbage can. Oh, it's got to hurt, too. Everything hurts in this match. Oh. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been hit by a garbage can, Keith? Um, no. Okay. I thankfully have not. I fell Cookie through sheets, I fell, yes. Oh, wow. I fell through glass one time. You did? Yeah, I fell through my mom's coffee table. I tripped. Oh, no. Yeah, I had to go get uh, five stitches. Oh, no. Here comes the flip. Oh, shooting star press. Oh, Joe. Nobody home. Oh, God, it's going to hurt. Did he get all the trash can? It looks like he um, only got like a section of it. 
Yeah, you landed a uh, full stomach on that. One, two. Shane McMahon still has the willpower to kick out of that one. <laughs> yeah, it's only going to get worse for both of these guys. I don't know how you get your body to tell you to keep on going after getting hit so many times. It's got to yeah. be adrenaline. I mean, it's all the adrenaline, basically. Yeah. Body's just like, I'm not hurt, you know? Just keep on going. I'll be fine. It's the same reason that Donovan McNabb threw four touchdowns on a broken ankle. You get that adrenaline pumping, and you just, it just goes, you just go with it. Yeah, but then it's like, what happens at like nine o'clock at night when you're up in that hotel room? It's excruciating pain. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I believe we're getting to our first injury here. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. By the way, this match um, really um, is like the showcase for the Don't Try This at Home uh, warning for the next uh, year and a half. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, God. Yep, here we go. Oh, and that is where, this is where Kurt Angle breaks his tailbone. Told Shane McMahon, I think I broke my tailbone. It's like, I think I, but it's like right here. He's like, I'll probably mouth it. He's like, I think I broke my tailbone. Yo, you can see he broke it. Ooh, yep, so that is uh, round one of uh, injuries here. Mm-hmm. And he's still going. He's like, just keep on going, fight through it. That sucks. Yep, broken tailbone for Kurt Angle. I definitely, I don't know if I broke my tailbone, but I definitely heard it when... Uh... One time we had like an ice storm and I went to like leave my house to go to work and I went right out and I went, I went right up ass over tea kettle, fell right on my friggin' tailbone. And the worst thing about the worst thing about a tailbone is that there's just, there's, it doesn't heal. There's no way to heal it because like, you know, you don't put a cast on your ass. You just basically have to walk around with it being banged up for like the whole time. It hurts. Yep. Did you uh, go to work that day, or did you go? Yeah, right? no, I got up and went to work. Oh well, here comes injury number two. Oh, go! Oh, good God, it doesn't break. <laughs> this is where. Oh, That's God, the first concussion. It, yep. This is where Kurt Angle thought Shane McMahon was knocked out. Uh, he's still moving. It might have been the second time, but uh, and he was like, "No, I can't do it again." He's like, "Throw me again." He's like, "No, let's not." Oh, let's go again. And, oh, oh, I don't think Kurt Kurt Angle said he didn't want to do it again. He was like, "No, let's just forget." He's like, "Do it." <laughs> you can see that he's oh, he's bleeding all over the place, and oh yeah. 
shoulder from the glass. The glass is all over them. God. <laughs> Luckily, the referee was wearing shoes. Oh. So these two are literally in. Here comes again, and nope. Oh, oh God! That looks like a murder crime scene. <laughs> like with the blood on the glass. You gotta think that um, my kid was like, "Just end it. Let's go. Don't do it again." Oh, my God. It's not. Oh, God. He tried it again. This is. Oh, Jesus. He does it twice. It does not break. He's like, just throw me through the other way. That's it. I think Kurt was like, I'm going to break you through this. Oh. I think this is right where Vince McMahon almost killed Bruce Pritchard in the back. And wanted to stop the match himself. But Bruce was like, no, no, just calm down. It'll be all right. And Vince McMahon was hot about this. Like, what is going on, you know? And Vince really wanted to uh, stop the match after this one. And the referee, yeah. on three, you have to get your opponent back in there. He's like, are you kidding me? Come on. He's down. He's not going to be able to finish this. Can't believe the referee. Well, I can't believe Vince was like, just count the fall there. And you know, Kurt Angle cannot move. <laughs> He's got to try so hard. There's blood and glass everywhere. Oh, my God. How do you get him back into the ring? This is how you do it. <laughs> You'll throw him over this uh, rolly cart thing. They both ended up in the hospital uh, after this matchup. Oh, yeah, just especially for stitches, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, uh, concussion evaluation. Um, Kurt Angle said they were high-fiving each other in the hospital. We were like, yeah, we were high-fiving each other. <laughs> There's no like this is awesome that you have to find like a way to get him back in the ring. Mm -hmm. And there's no way Shane McMahon can move. Shane McMahon looks lifeless here. Like he's like just flip flapping all over the place. I like you can see like you can see the gashes in like Shane's head. Yep. The glass is still all over his pants and shirt. When he gets thrown through the uh, window, that would be the uh, the opening scene in the intro of SmackDown for a while, too. Oh, yeah. When Beautiful People comes on.
Oh, man. Kirk's shoulder and Shane's head. It's probably Shane Van had the adrenaline to kick out after that one. Yeah. Matchup is still going. Yeah, so Vince was furious. He wanted to stop after that glass, after that uh, second uh, crash of the glass. Oh, my God. (laughs) He's like, oh, he's like, he's just stumbling and like, Flip flopping all over the place. Oh, angle slam! Holy crap! Kurt Angle looks. Kurt would make a walking cartoon. Like he looked like Wiley Coyote if Wiley um, hit himself in the head with a rake. Mm. <laughs> and I didn't realize he had a broken tailbone. No, yeah, he said it. Would that uh, slam to the outside? That uh, suplex. Broke uh, Kurt Angle's tailbone. Huh. Mm-hmm. They sure have, Jim Ross. They try and counter. Oh! <laughs> oh, jeez. This is probably the match of the night. Yeah, I would say so. Mm-hmm. I don't remember this part of it, actually. I thought it ended right with the glass. I thought that that was the end of the match. I forgot yeah. that they kept going. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, Oh, that's gotta hurt. Oh yeah, my my knee was bleeding like uh, Shane McMahon's head. Uh. I uh, went through glass. What the hell? Oh, that's angle slam off the lumber board. Oh my god. I was like, good God, I don't want to do this. (laughs) He's so, like, scared. I think, like, I think Kyoto's scared he's going to get fired for letting this go. Seriously. One, two, three, it's over. Have mercy. Yep, so they ended up in the hospital after this match. That guy who ordered the wrong glass got fired. Yep. (laughs) Man, we can't change like eyes and moving. What would you give this match, Keith? Um, I would say that's probably a four out of five. I was gonna say four. I'm gonna say four stars too. It is definitely yeah. a 
four stars. The brutality of it, mm-hmm. back and forth, like everything. Even if Shane didn't get a lot of offense in, he used a lot of weapons. Shane McMahon earned his stripes here tonight for taking oh, sure. Oh, sure. the absolute worst beating of his life. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> so we're not done yet with uh, injuries, but um, these two would have minor roles uh, on Monday Night Raw the next night. A lot of the... Um, a lot of the uh, injuries uh, really cut from um, the main talent of um, on Monday Night Raw the next night from Madison Square Garden. Like Kurt does not look like he does not know where he is. Yeah, I and, would imagine that well, they probably. Uh, yeah, <laughs> they probably will. Like, what? People, yeah, they limited a lot of people's uh, mobility. Oh man. Is it over? Giving him a standing ovation like he's the face here. At this time he looked like he was the face. Mm-hmm. Hyman says he had his last match in WWE. <laughs> but um, he's refusing help. It's like, I'm good. It's like, no, you're not, Shane. Come on. Oh, here he is. There's Chris Jericho. Mm-hmm, the lion tamer. Can you break the walls down, Keith? I sure can. Oh, the rapid Wolverine. That cage match he had with Kurt Angle was insane. Did you listen to that with me and uh, Matt Souza? Yeah, that was that's a great match. And it does seem like that um, that was like where Kurt Angle's, uh, I mean, Chris Benoit's neck uh, starts uh, to hurt a little bit more. Hey, Steve, your match is next. I'm the Brooklyn Brawler. Your match is next, Steve. Hey, Steve, did you know my name's Steve, too? Steve Lombardi. I'm the Brooklyn Brawler. (laughs) (laughs) Here we go. Stone Cold. Triple threat match here. Well, Austin's career started at King of the Ring. Will it die tonight? Born at King of the Ring in 96, but will his career die tonight? Wow, look at you. You're being very poetic there. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what Jim Ross said. That was some really good words. Really great tag team match uh, main event. I think that was good that they weren't like they were always like saying that Triple H was going to come back within like four months. And I think it was good that Triple H did not come back and they just waited for the new year. Mm-hmm. Oh, Stone Cold eating his words. I can beat them both. Linda McMahon giving the orders. Yep. This is a very good Linda moment. 
she has a lot of moments when she's pleasing the crowd, but this one was really a uh, top notch uh, performance here. Mm-hmm. He holds Vince McMahon responsible. What do you think of Hawaiian shirt, Vince? <laughs> Hawaiian shirt, Vince. Yeah, um, always a good Vince. You got that. You got do rag Vince. You got ball Vince, <laughs> man. You got wrestling tights, Vince McMahon. So you have Stone Cold give costing the uh, Deadly Boys the uh, I mean costing Benoit and Jericho the tag team titles and yeah, there's the Molly Holly stunner. Stone Cold beating up Michael Cole. I said when uh, Stone Cold got um, I don't know if you listened to him with Schiff. I said Jim Ross must have been laughing hysterically before he had to go out that it wasn't him getting his ass kicked this time. He's like, finally, it's Michael Cole. It's not me. Seriously. Yep. Win or worth thrill. They did a really good job going uh, going into like this uh, match here with uh, Stone Cold just beating the crap out of both of them, but Benoit and Jericho getting uh, theirs on Stone Cold Steve Austin as well. Yeah. Here comes that double one, and Earl's like, are you sure you tap out? I don't know. He's like, yes, Earl, I tap out. He was like Stone Cold whining, I don't deserve any of this. Well, as we get the entrances uh, here, uh, Keith, do you have anything that you want to plug or direct the listeners to? Uh, yeah, actually, if you want, um, you can always hear me on uh, GFA Live with Pete. Usually every week we have that come out. Um, and, of course, you can always hear me on uh, the um, all over the place to be pop feed for the uh jukebox video song of the day and uh actually i just dropped my first episode of my own podcast of a la carte with keithy i'm on the north south connection so and then you can kind of hear me with multiverse of fabulousness on the north south connection i show up in every other show from now and from time to time Nice. That's great. Uh, you know, it's good that you have your own podcast now. Uh, I'm looking forward to listening to that. I did not listen to uh, I did not listen to yours yet, Bob. We'll get to it as well. You know, as yeah, me, it's fun time. Yeah. What about you? Yeah. Sorry. What about me? What about Raven? What about Grooney, Keith? Huh? You ever think about that? <laughs> no, but seriously, better than Grooney. Uh, <laughs> You can find me on the Place to Be Nation Wrestling feed here, not only on this show, but also on Extreme Resurrection with Steve mm. Riddle, as we are covering ECW from 2006 to 2010 when it was brought back on the Sci-Fi Network. Oh, yeah. Um, our latest episode that uh, just dropped was uh, Mr. McMahon winning the ECW title at Backlash <laughs> for Bobby Lashley. And CM Punk versus Elijah Burke is in full effect because CM Punk turned his back on the uh, the new breed. So 
and also Vince McMahon uh, versus Rob Van Dam uh, for the ECW title. So it's like, <laughs> who's going to get the first uh, title shot versus Mr. McMahon? You can catch that on Extreme Resurrection. That just dropped as well. Do rag Vince. <laughs> yep, do rag Vince. Here comes Stone Cold Steve Austin with that uh, disturbed theme. Wow. Wow, damn wow. Step up. Bionic redneck stone cold. He's still waiting for Mr. McMahon's arrival, but he is not here. You know, it's funny. We I was watching um the what's it, the hidden treasures or lost treasures, the WWE show that's on A and E. Yeah, yeah. And you know, they went to Stone Cold and he gave them one of his vests and it was one of the vests with like the the red and the gold lettering. And I was like, ugh. And I said, that's the shitty Austin. <laughs> I was like, that's what he was. That's the Austin from 2001 when he's like a bad guy. Yeah. Oh, he's still looking. And here comes Benoit and Jericho on the attack here. Did you think it was weird that he didn't that he didn't bring out the smoking skulls belt in 2001? No, I think that it it did its time and I think that it was back better to get give uh, you know have like the real championship there. What did you think? Yeah, no, it was it was that was like a different era. Stone Cold Stone I thought it would have it would have been weird with him being like the uh, the paranoid bionic redneck and having like the smoking skull belt like that would have been stupid you know. Yeah, I agree that he did not need the uh, smoking skull belt. Like that's more like a baby face thing. It's not really like yeah. a thing here. He see them just double teaming uh Stone Cold Steve Austin, Benoit and Jericho. Oh yeah. They know they have to take out Stone Cold first to get to uh them to fight fight against each other here, you know? Mm-hmm. Stone Cold not having the gold knee braces on, he has white knee braces on. Yeah. Doesn't even look like that. It doesn't even look like his left knee brace is attached properly. <laughs> no, it looks like it's uh, it's like it's like unbuckled. <laughs> it's funny. Chris Benoit's signature uh, blue tights. Yeah, Chris Benoit. Uh, you know, he who shall not be named. Yeah. Lord Voldemort. We're not allowed to say his name. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, nice. A chop off. Mm-hmm. And now they're just stomping on uh, now they're just stomping on Stone Cold there. Mm-hmm. I think even Earl Hebner was like, Yeah, I'll let it go. Oh I'll allow it, but watch yourself, McCoy. <laughs> One. Two up. Now they're going for each other. Now they understand. Yep. 
Now Stone Cold's on the attack. Yeah, like, it just seemed that, like, when I was doing my um, review with uh, Scott um, leading up to this, it really seemed that Jericho was, like, you know, the the odd man out because I just feel like Benoit got more shots in than uh, Jericho did on Austin. Yeah. Like the focus was more on Benoit. It's like maybe this could have just been a one on one match, Stone Cold versus Chris Benoit here. Mm, mm. Jericho could have won the King of the Ring and could have been that. I don't know. But it just seemed like from watching the advantage of the Raws and SmackDowns that it was mostly about Benoit here. Yeah. Oh, spinning, spinning heel kick to Benoit by uh, Jericho. Mm hmm. Yeah, what were you going to say about that, what I said? No, I'm just agreeing with you. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Now uh, Benoit and Jericho uh, looks like they're trying to consult. Nope. I think the uh, double-team tag team of uh, Benoit and Jericho has finally broken down, and here we go. Well, do you remember there was that triple threat where it was Triple H, Cena, and Shawn Michaels? And, like, the bell rang, and the first thing Shawn Michaels did is he super kicks Triple H out of the ring. <laughs> yeah, it see his reaction. And they were in the middle of their uh, DX reunion, you know? Yeah, Survivor Series 2009. Yeah. Oh, Walls of Jared going for the Walls. He's yeah. got it. Austin tried to do a Thez- Luthez press. Yeah. Oh, Benoit just dumps Jericho. Oh, Jesus. And Jericho, Jericho going over like Randy Savage would. (laughs) Gotta hurt. Randy Savage always would go like full ass over tea kettle outside the rope. (laughs) Yeah, Stone Cold actually, um, in the Stone Cold Truth book that he wrote um, in 2003-04. I think it was actually in 03. He dedicated a whole chapter to Chris Benoit. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. Well, I mean, I think with the exception of that one weekend, I mean, Chris Benoit was considered one of the, you know, everybody loved him, you know? Everybody thought he was amazing. He was a great guy. I mean, he just went crazy that one weekend. And, I mean, that's unfortunately, that's what everybody remembers him for, you know? When people ask me that, I'm just like, I want to remember Chris Benoit as a guy who went into the Royal Rumble. I want to be like that 11-year-old kid again who was watching the Royal Rumble live on pay-per-view. And Chris Benoit came out at number one. He won the whole Rumble. Yeah. I want to remember him as, you know, the guy who made Triple H tap at Madison Square Garden. Mm-hmm. And while trying to get the crossface, but Austin counters that as well. Mm-hmm. It is so weird. This is, this honestly, this really might be the first time that I've rewatched a Benoit match since that all happened. I'm not kidding. Like, I don't think I've watched. I don't think I've watched anything with Benoit in it since, since that, since he died. 
Oh, I don't. Um, like, honestly, I don't let that stop me from watching Benoit matches. No, and I mean, it's not, that's not the reason why. I just, I haven't, I just choose yeah. not to. Mm-hmm. I usually don't really, I mean, I'm, it's not that I don't believe anything exists post 2000, but, you know, I do tend to watch stuff from like the 80s all the time. Yeah, okay. All right. So it's not like what Benoit did. It's like Benoit. It's just not. It's not my. It's not my era that I usually watch. You know, like if I'm watching anything, it's like I watch stuff from like, you know, eight, eight, 80, and even earlier if I can find it. And then I watch all the way up to pretty much when, pretty much when like Austin goes out the first time. Not ninety seven. Like when Austin goes out in two thousand. Yeah, uh, two thousand two. Because yeah. I usually. Well, no, two thousand. Like when he goes out with the yeah. uh, Rikishi thing by the car. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I usually watch like you know I'll watch like ninety six, ninety seven, ninety eight. You know, yeah. ninety nine sometimes. But usually it's like I watch like ninety five. I really it's like all the way up to like ninety eight. I watch like ninety eight stuff. You know. Yeah, ninety eight was at the uh, hype. Yeah, and then I do like a lot of stuff in ninety nine. Um, but like it's the beginning half of the year. Like I yeah. love the stuff with the I love the stuff with Mick Foley and The Rock. You know. Yeah, and then like by the time July comes, the corporation is basically finished. Yeah. Yeah, like the corporate ministry stuff is stupid. You know. Okay. Yeah. I enjoyed the Mean Street Posse in uh, early '99. Jericho bleeding too. He is bleeding as well. Jericho is from where? Oh, oh yeah. When Jericho bleeds, it's like spaghetti and tomato sauce. <laughs> Actually, like when Flair bleeds too, it's like that same thing. <laughs> A lot of them. When Stone Cold bleeds, it's like tomato juice. <laughs> That's how I look at it. Mm-hmm. Giving the fingers. Yeah, it looks like his eye. Oh! Jericho goes back flying. <laughs> Jericho. Uh, no, is it? No, he counters it. Oh, there goes the referee the first time. Oh, stunner on to Austin. There's no referee, though. Honestly, that Johnny Ace uh, man looks like a woman. Oh. <laughs> but a two count, the referee did uh, revive himself long for a two count, though. Where do you rank Jericho on, like, the all-time list? Or do you not? He's in my top ten. Okay. Very, very good. I respect that. Mm-hmm. I tend to, I go back and forth with this a lot, and I tend to think that Jericho is up there. Like, Jericho could, he is definitely in the top 10. And it's yeah. like, it's like when I think about, because I think my, I think the, see, it depends. I think, in my opinion, Savage is, oh. Savage is, I think, the greatest of all time, I think. Because I think Savage was like, 
Savage had everything. He had the look, he had the music, he had the physique, he had the costumes, he had the, you know, the personality. He knew how to do a television match better than anybody else, I think. You know, he had the ring, he had the ring presence, he had the, you know, the the psychology of it all. I think Savage was great. Um, I think that's Stone Cold's number one, you know? Um. I- you know what? I wouldn't. I wouldn't put. I wouldn't say that you're wrong. And I'll tell you why too. Because, you know, his his work when he was stunning Steve was incredible. You know, it's not. It's never Harold as much as his his Stone Cold work. But he was great when he was stunning Steve Austin. I mean, he had he had the awesome run as the television champ. He had a run as the tag champs. He had the run as the U.S. champ. He was in the Dangerous Alliance. I mean, you know, he had a lot of good. <coughs> A lot of good stuff as as stunning Steve Austin that gets overlooked a lot because he became one of the biggest names in the industry as Stone Cold, you know? Yeah, but the way you described Randy Savage is the way I'll describe Mom Stone Cold Steve Austin. Sure. He had the the rebel look, you know, the rebel outlaw look. He could fight, you know. Um, He could talk and cut promos and, you know, just be Stone Cold like Macho Man. He had, like... Macho Man enthusiasm, just ready to kick ass and take names. Yeah. It's, fu- it's, it's funny that in the three stages of Hell match, where he fights Triple H, yep. he wins the one that's the wrestling match. <laughs> yep. Whereas, like, the other two, which would have been more, you know, more of a Stone Cold style match, and mm-hmm. he doesn't even win those two, which I think is funny. <laughs> yeah, I guess so, but I mean, Stone Cold's not really known for weapons. I think as like as um, as Triple H is. Yeah, but wasn't the second fall like just like a hardcore match? No, it was a street fight. Oh, even yeah, so it's a street fight. I mean, that's a yep. that's a slobber knocker, you know. Yeah. And then the third stage was a cage match, you know. That's yeah. Oh, when um when he pulled out the um two by four and the kick's like, where did he get that? <laughs> <laughs> that was the funniest line. Yeah. Stone Cold now going after Jericho. Mm-hmm. It's like they tagged in each other. Like um, Ben was like, "Here, you go in, and you get it, you get your ass kicked." Oh yeah, well that's that's how a tri- that's how a triple threat works. Is like you got to give the other guy a chance to breathe. <laughs> yeah. Still waiting to um, look at the precise moment when the. Uh, the neck pinch uh, happens. Oh, for Benoit? I think it's like a back suplex by Jericho. Yeah. This crowd looks like they are either tired or they look happy. Hmm. You think the Shane McMahon uh, match sucked away the crowd's uh, air for this match, or do you think that they were so behind Benoit and Jericho that it didn't really matter? Um, I don't know. That's a good. That's a good question. Um, hmm. I think that Is that match. No, go ahead. Yeah. What are you gonna say? I said. Because Shane's match definitely steals the show. Yeah. But I think that you have 
it's probably one of those. They probably should have done the. Sh- I mean, I know that they had to do the Shane match where it was because of Kurt Angle pulling triple duty there. But mm-hmm. I feel like you probably needed a cool down match yeah. in between that and this. You know? Yeah. Uh drop kick by um, drop kick by Jericho to. Uh, yep. Stay out there. Is he going for the line, Saul? He does the bulldog. Oh, he gets the knees up. He's got to take the wind out of him. How do you learn to breathe after getting the wind knocked out of you? I also think that Jericho being, like, in the Team WWF, like, both, like, he really he really grows as a, as a, as a competitor. Like, it is a character in, like, the second half of 2001, which is great because then he wins the championship and, you know, should have beat Triple H at WrestleMania. That would have been great if he had beaten Triple H at WrestleMania. Oh, I guess there are no disqualifications. No, there's usually no disqualifications in a triple threat. Benoit goes back on the outside. Jericho just ate a chair. One, two, barely gets the shoulder up. Stone Cold is probably like, what do I have to do to beat them? What is it going to take? What is it going to take to beat them? Keep them down, Steve. Both men will hurt after that one. Suplex. Oh, chair shot. So you got the Lou Fez pressing on Jericho, and now Austin is just going to work. Up, up, up onto the turnbuckles. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Going from their superplex. Uh, oh, we got it. And there it is. Oh, shoot. I love from the top rope, too. So good. Yeah. I think the best superplex is when the Brock, Brock Lesnar did it to the big show and the ring collapsed. Yeah, that is, that's a good one. <laughs> oh, my God. And the Taz, like, holy. <laughs> Is he going for a third one? Jeez. Nope, here comes Benoit now. Oh, here we go. First German. Two. Three. Yeah. You know what? A guy with a a guy with a fused neck like this shouldn't be wrestling Chris Benoit. Four. Jericho just collapsed. He was like, ah. Five. Five German suplexes in. 
Oh, Austin got the low blow, and that'll stop Benoit. <laughs> so five German suplexes. All three men are down. Gotta be a winner, though. Holding his own. If it's not SummerSlam '97, it's this. That this has got to be the best uh, pay-per-view New Jersey has had. Mm. I mean, you could say WrestleMania Five, maybe. Um, you know what? There's a lot of crap on WrestleMania Five. <laughs> it really is like a. It really is like a two-match show. Here you don't really have crap. You just have short matches because they're tournament matches. The walls of Jericho. Oh well, four is four is garbage. Like four is garbage. The 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 best part about four is the friggin' battle royal. He's tapping though. Hmm. You Stone Cold is tapping. He tapped out. No, it's can only be one guy. What? I think Stone Cold should have been eliminated. Sure. Oh my God. I didn't even know Stone Cold did tap. I'm sorry, but I was surprised that Stone Cold actually tapped. Yeah, he did a lot of that. And uh, once he became that like crazy heel. He... Benoit Benoit got the crosses and yeah but I'm surprised like uh, what what would you have done would you have just eliminated Stone Cold and said you two fight then Um, I mean I think what Earl did was probably best in a yeah. kayfabe point of view you know uh huh no, only one submission yeah I remember like I forget which 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 SmackDown versus Raw it was or whatever whatever one it was it was like the only way you could win a triple threat match was by causing the guy to submit <laughs> yeah yep because it didn't matter how many times you beat down the other guy he always came in to break up the pin yeah here comes Stone Cold with share oh baseball slide oh that's gotta hurt Austin Smash is great. <laughs> so we both gave Shane versus Kurt four stars. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. Benoit gets thrown out again. Oh, here comes Booker T. Here he is. The WCW world champion. Oh, scissors cake. Yes, it is. Right, Keith? It's the WCW champion. Yep. Oh. And listen, the crowd goes crazy. So uh, do you want to know something uh, here? Sure. Booker T broke Stone Cold's arm uh, right there. His hand. he He broke his hand? He broke Stone. Yep, Booker T broke Stone Cold's hand with that slam through the table. <laughs> so Booker T comes in, 
So that is the turning point invader for the WCW team. Booker T came into the Continental Airlines Arena and almost and cost almost cost uh, Stone Cold Steve Boston the world heavy the WF heavyweight title, and he mm. broke Stone Cold's hand. Hmm. I still don't know if that um that uh, uh, back suplex happened with the slip disc. Did it happen already? I don't think so. I don't think it did yet. No, I don't think so either. Oh, I feel like it's got to be coming up like here because it's only. Uh, I think it's right at the end because I think that's how Austin beats Benoit. Yeah. I don't know, but I don't know how uh, Stone Cold broke his uh, hand there. But, uh, yeah, his hand was broken. Hmm. I wonder if it was because like it looked like it slammed on the chair, maybe. Yep. Jericho now. Ooh, Benoit. Oh, no, countered the suplex, German suplexes. Look at these two going at it. Best Benoit versus Jericho match. What is it? Um, oh God, it's probably like, it's probably, probably like one in ECW. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, thought Royal, I thought you would say the Royal Rumble ladder match. That is a good one. Um, it yeah. is. I, I, I mean, but these guys had, it could have been that these guys have had so many against each other. Yeah. But he's going for the line. So, oh, oh that looked bad. Was he meant to miss it there? What do you think, Keith? Do you think he was miss it? Um, I think he was supposed to. Yeah. But it almost looks like Jericho's like, nope, you're not going to. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, crap. He wants me to hit He wants me to get hit. Yeah, even Booker T did not know until like the morning after, like when he was told, I got some bad news for you. You broke Stone Cold's hand. Mm-hmm. And according to Bruce, Vince wanted Booker T to carry Stone Cold's bags and everything. <laughs> but Stone Cold like accepted Booker T's apology at least. He apologized right away. He's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, not a good first impression, though. Now I'm coming in and he breaks Stone Cold's hand. Ooh. Stone Cold's still down there. It's always a Spanish announce table that gets broken. <laughs> Jim Ross didn't know what to call the uh, top of the table. He's like, he's like Jericho using that to hit him with the kidneys. <laughs> he didn't know what to call it. The tabletop. That's what you call it. What hand was broken? Uh, it looks like the left hand. Hmm. That sucks. Yeah. Poor Booker. Is Jericho going for like a moonsault? A lion saw here? He's going for the moonsault. Oh! Lands in, but Ben Wall was right there. 
these guys are just torturing each other. Each time they are both trying to pin Austin to get in, the other one breaks it up. All oh, the diving head by. One, two. guys are so much they're so close to tasting gold it's so fun yeah believe it's right here yep oh because i think this is this is the end of it i think right yeah here it is the ruptured disc that fragments into Benoit's spinal collar. Oh. He's in so much pain right now. Oh, man, what could have been, huh? Hmm. Stone Cold now crawling. One, two, three. It's over. Austin retains. Benoit is injured. He is hurt. And Stone Cold Steve Austin still retains the World Wrestling Federation Championship. I mean, was that, do you think that, that's a weird ending though. Like looking back at this now, it's a weird ending because it's yeah. almost like it's almost like he pinned Benoit because Benoit was legitimately hurt. Yeah, maybe it was a way out. Like it's like, hey, I'm hurt, you're hurt. Why don't we do it this way? Yeah. Huh. No okay. stunner. And, well, I don't think Stone Cold could do the stunner if he had a broken hand. Well, and then it's like Jim Ross just says he picks the bones of Chris Jericho, but Jericho, Benoit. Did the move to Jericho. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Oh, yeah, it's his right hand. I bet it's his right. I bet he was. Was it his right wrist? Yeah, it looks like it. Yeah. Man. It's got to suck that, like, your hand gets broken. And Waz's neck is broken. He's, he's like, what the fuck, man? Can't I just freaking not break something every time I wrestle? What, what happened? Well, Ben Wall broke his neck and Stone Cold Steve Ball, Stone Cold broke his hand. Nice. There he is, the champ. There's Stone Cold. There's your boy. You, you love him. Without Mister Man, Stone Cold, mm-hmm. Stone Cold. Here comes Booker T. Paul Heyman in utter shock. Hi, what is this? <laughs> Paul Heyman had the best facial expressions. Paul Heyman's just waiting Heyman. to say, oh, rock. "Oh yeah, no, yeah, I bet you the right hand." Flapped on the chair. That's what happened. Yeah, I think he hit. I think he hits the chair, the corner of the chair. Yeah. Well, that's gonna do it from us here on the uh, Nation Invasion. I'm your host. I want to thank my uh, guest uh, Keith Langston for joining us here tonight as we covered 
King of the Ring 2001. Keith, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. I really, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun there, Grooney. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was a great show to watch, and uh, that Shane McMahon match is brutal. Yep. If there's one match to go back to on that pay-per-view or premium live event, as they say now, it is the Shane McMahon-Kurt Angle street fight. Mm-hmm. But alas, as we continue on through this invasion, I am your host, James Gruenberg. That is Keith Langston, and we we will see you next time as we, the nation, prepare for this invasion. Oh, boy.